Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. So this week on the podcast, if train A is traveling at 60 miles an hour and leaves Chicago at 2 p.m. and train B is is traveling 55 miles an hour and leaves New York at 11.30 p.m., what time will they meet? I know. Purple. You take the jug with five gallons. (laughs) (laughs) You pour it out. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. Four gallons! I'm John. (laughs) I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We take turns selecting from a movie genre. Movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list. But maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week... On the podcast is Tony's pick. The Mummy. The Mummy? The Mummy. As opposed to The Mummy. Which was the good Is that one? T-H-A? D-A. D-A. Ooh. The Mummy. The how many, did you do any research on how many Mummy movies there are? A lot. No, because there's probably like 12. Well, there was one in the 30s, one in the 40s, one in the 50s. <laughs> I think a couple in the 60s. Then, then there was a... I know I've seen at least six. And, and do we count Monster Squad? There was a Mummy in there. Well, seven. <laughs> <laughs> And then my mommy will shoot. <laughs> the Brendan Fraser mummies. Yeah. The best ones. Really? Have you seen them all? No. Then you can't say that. How many did he do? Three. 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 Yeah. And the third one isn't good. But the first, the first one is great. The second one is not a bad sequel. But I've not seen every mummy, money, money, mummy, mummy movie ever made. Wow. So I don't. I, I don't. You know, know what's funny? I remember them promoting The Rock is going to be in The Mummy Returns. The Rock is going to be in it. He's in it for about one scene, and then he comes back as a CGI character. That's bad, terrible. Like, bad CGI character. I remember watching the movie The Scorpion King. Yeah. That was a movie. Yeah. Question oh, that movie was... Dog trash. Yes. I don't know. That might be an insult I liked dog his, trash. I liked his Hercules, though. It was all right. I don't know. He was a, a black Simone playing a Greek. Well, I mean... The cultural movie. appropriation. The movie was funny. The dude that was trying to die the whole movie, he was cool as shit. Yes, he was. <laughs> He's like, this is my time. <laughs> Errol misses him. That was fucking cool. But anyway. Yeah, let's talk about this movie. This movie. Now, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 96%. Oh, I'm wait. sorry, what? No, that's 16%. Sorry. 16, yeah. <laughs> There's not a little circle there. My bad. It's just, You're missing the half circle. Yeah, yeah. 16%. 16%. Getting close to that Jack Frost territory. <laughs> IMDb's 5.5. It cost $125 million. Well, it cost between $125 million and $195 million. They don't know exactly. That's a big swing. <laughs> That's, yeah. Why don't they know how much it costs? Do they like four of my movies in that hole yeah. there. <laughs> Did somebody not this tally movie. the final bill? Did Do you they have any X-Wings you can buy for that? This movie came out and four of Carly's movies got pushed off the uh, year. <laughs> just for the, the budget. It made $410 million worldwide. That's not bad. And how, they got their money back. Ish. Well, it depends if you start. You know, they say it depends on where I they watched. landed in that hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess where are they? On Even this? if it was one night, one hundred ninety-five million, they made four hundred. I mean, that's you. Yeah. Only, they only get about two hundred of that. I'm just saying they so, made you know, their money back. Yeah. Well, what about production and things like? You never they know. made they, their money. They doubled whatever. Things, they doubled the cost. So you have to think they made their money back. They might not have made a huge profit off it, but mm-hmm. they made their money back. You know what they made? A bad decision in starting the Dark Universe. <laughs> we'll get to that. So this is directed by Alex Kurtzman. Alex he Kurtzman is the creator writer of Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Welcome, um, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. All, all the new Star Trek movies, Fringe, 
Ooh, uh, that's a good show. He had his fingers in some Transformer stuff. Which mm. ones? Uh, I think he did one, three, and four. Six. You don't want to claim all of those. No, no. <laughs> Um, one and three, I one is good. Which is the one with the Knights of the Round Table? All right, that's, that's like five. I think that one. That, that one. No one's bad. claiming that. That was terrible. I like one and three. One was three. Okay. The one with the giant hole that ate things. Three, the one is the one with Miss McDreamy or whatever. Oh, that's right. No. Where he yeah. sides with the machines. Yeah, three was the one where Megan. That makes Megan no Fox sense. Was like, I'm too good for this. Yeah. Give me more money. And they're like, no. They're like, no. We're just gonna give <laughs> we'll him a hotter him. girlfriend. Yeah, we'll give him a hotter younger girlfriend. What do you think about that? He also did Terrible. Mission Impossible's and Legend, Which one? Legend of Zorro. Uh, a lot of them. Because again, some of those are not so good. Yeah. They're all pretty all right. Uh, three wasn't very good. It was written by David Keop. He did um, uh, Spider Man. Which two. one? <laughs> Shit! Damn it, Tony! <laughs> Wait, which? Okay, Spider Man Two, the Raimi, the second yeah. Raimi. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of the Mission Impossible's, The Shadow, Jurassic Park. Which one? The first one. <laughs> okay. Mm. And, uh, he will distinguish for that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a difference to Tony. And Doug becomes her, so he's a welcome back to the podcast. Ah! Welcome back. Welcome back. And, you know, a lot of the Star Trek stuff as well. They're, they're kind of a team. Tom Cruise, this dude that wrote it, and this dude that directed it, they all kind of mingle around the same. Oh, is he doing Top Gun too? He may be. Mm. And David Keope, I, I didn't look through all his shit, but I've seen his name a million times. He's written tons of stuff. Mm. Not necessarily all good, but he did. Mm. Mm. So this movie stars Tom Cruise. Never heard mm-hmm. of him. From Top Gun, Jerry Maguire. He's not a welcome back, is he? No. no. His no. movies make money wow. and do really well. Yeah, but the, and some of them, though, even if they don't, we don't like them because they're crap. Like Magnolia. Like Magnolia. <laughs> I know Tony would like to do like Minority and, um, Club, but it's is that not the one where he has the mask? No, that is the, oh, with Fidelity. Magnolia is the one with Cameron Diaz. And they crash the car. Or no? No. no. I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh. Wow, which one was Meg? The bad one. Eyes Wide Shut was the one with the mask. No, there's another one where he where he, he hurts his face and they put a mask on him. Yeah, let's not worry oh, about well, that. It's whatever. Eyes Wide Shut sucked too. Oh, yeah. I don't even Magnolia is an epic mosaic of interrelated characters in search of love, forgiveness, and meaning in San Fernando Valley. And it has um, Julianne Moore in it and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hmm. No. It's yeah. terrible. It's not. It's probably. It's probably Vanilla something. Sky. Uh, Vanilla Sky. Yeah, that movie sucks. Probably something too. Carly would like. Yeah, Carly's. I'm not a Tom Cruise fan though, so I don't. I don't see his name and go. Ooh, I want to see that. I see his name and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Cruise. It's kind of like Will Ferrell for me. Like. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is in that category of actors that are. He's like. What is he like? Fifty something? Almost sixty years old. Mm-hmm. He's be like 60. Stop casting him like he's twenty five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He I... is not twenty. Stop it. You My thing about Tom Cruise is he's not like someone I get excited. Ooh, the new Tom Cruise movie. But every time I watch one of his movies, I'm like, that yeah, was a good time. You know what I really liked him in? That Oprah interview where he jumped on the couch? <laughs> That's your favorite? So, or then when he talks about Scientology and he's like, I feel good because I know I can help somebody because I'm a Scientologist. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. So Russell Crowe's in this movie. <laughs> Gladiator. He's in Gladiator, Beautiful Mind, L.A. Confidential. Uh, Annabelle Wallace is a welcome back to the co- podcast. She was in King Arthur. And a movie, Annabelle, the one with the, I think with the doll, a horror movie, I don't know. Uh, Sophia Batella, she was in Star Trek Beyond and mm-hmm. The Kingsman 2, which I didn't see. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you didn't see Knights of the Gold, Ting, Ting. Golden Circle? Ting Ting, yeah. Poor little Ting Ting. Mm-hmm. And Jake Johnson from New Girl, Jurassic World, and Into the Spider-Verse. Um, so what did you think going in, John? I thought, hey, I saw this. <laughs> All why, right. did he, why did he pick this? <laughs> <laughs> Carly? I, 
I believe that I've been in the room when you watched it before. So I kind of was like, hey, I think I've seen this. But I don't have a lot of mummy experience. I thought <laughs> I wanted to see this movie, but then John got a bootleg copy that was unwatchable, so I refused to watch it with that with him then, and he refuses to watch it again. So <laughs> you had never seen it. I never seen it. Wow. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple reviews. Okay. One, it's kind of hard finding a 10 out of 10, but um, <laughs> but you did, I but did you find one. Oh, I found one. <laughs> found one. From, um, from a T. Cruz? From Crazy Zero. <laughs> He's not a hacker. He's less than zero. <laughs> awesome movie. Zero cool. Firstly, I didn't want to go see this movie because of all the bad reviews. However, I am glad I did. This movie has some really nice special effects, especially in London. The actors are perfect. Are a perfect cut for the movie. Especially the female actor that plays the mummy. There's some really, really scary scenes. So scary that I witnessed a pregnant woman leaving the cinema. Wow. Wow. I'm sure because it was... Could have been unrelated. She probably just had a pee. I'm sure (laughs) because she was terrified, not because she's the bladder the size of a lima bean. I'm sure that was it. Maybe she thought the mommy. Mm. Could have been the mummy. And Mm. then uh, P. Bart Bar gave it 1 out of 10. Don't bother. I have nothing good to say about this movie. It didn't cost me anything to see, so I gave it a shot. To start out with, Tom Cruise's acting appeared to be appeared to be indifferent at best. He wasn't feeling this part. Second, most of the secondly, most of his scenes just looked like they were staged for filming. Nothing more than a poor remake of the Last Mummy. Tommy Cru- Tom Cruise didn't fit well in this movie. And why does Hollywood insist on putting out these cheap remakes? Because they but, don't know how to make ideas. <laughs> then he says. I did, but I didn't mention that I walked out a half an hour into the movie because I couldn't stand it. Mm. So you didn't even see it. You don't know. Could have been good. Nah. It was a slow burn. Yes. It, it, it was paced like, um, I don't know, a snail. <laughs> it's a slow burn. I will say that. One might call it a slow burn. We were like an hour in before you found the mummy. It was paced like an I impaling. I was thinking that. We're watching. I'm like, I know. A lot of stuff happens once this... When are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Forever. They took a lot of time setting shit up. So this movie is to kick off the dark universe. Mm -hmm. It's Tom Cruise as the mummy, or we'll see when it gets to the end. Uh, Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll. Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. And Javier Bardem Bardem. Bardem is going to be Frankenstein. Now, wasn't probably not gonna happen. Wasn't Dracula Untold supposed to be part of this? It was supposed to be part of it, but then that didn't do well either, so they kicked it out. So that was supposed to be the first, and it they were like, "Oh, this didn't do, do good. Kick it." Yeah. Let's, all right, this is gonna be it. This didn't do good. All right, kick it. Let's yeah. go again. I think Come on. I tell you, I think I, I, I like Dracula Untold better. I liked it, and I, I liked that Wolfman that obviously I picked for the podcast. Right. You I should do Dracula were, Untold. I they're okay. I might. I have to, I tell you, I think they should dust off Javier Bardem as Frankenstein because that I would like to watch. Yeah. It'd be good. <laughs> it could be good. I have thoughts on this. It I've, could be jit. You don't know. <laughs> so we start with the Universal logo and then it spins around and the earth flips backwards and becomes a black eclipse and, and the name Dark Universe appears. And... I like that. And thank you, Although Marvel. they cursed themselves right there. Yeah. Because they made a whole special logo for it. It's yeah. so dumb. I was like, oh, that's why this movie sucks. The that's best. not true. During Iron Man, they had the uh, Marvel logo. They didn't curse themselves. Oh, yeah. They had already done a bunch of shit before that. <laughs> well, the best part was they... Like Blade. I remember this, when this came out because I was uh, naively excited for it. Mm-hmm. And um, they had the trailer for the Dark Universe. And mm-hmm. it came out. And that's what it was. 
<laughs> it's like this is the trailer for the dark universe i was like oh shit and i watched it and then that was it the universal signal uh symbol turned around and it said that's dark very universe. disappointing and that was it you're like wow that's fantastic that could wow. not have been more disappointing yes that was... i could see why he didn't call me and be like hey man check this out <laughs> no um all right so i'm sure he called ben and was like did you see that shit <laughs> no ben hates horror movies actually oh. i'm right there with you man <laughs> this isn't a horror movie so it is scary something we go to black and an egyptian resurrection prayer appears death is but a but the doorway to new life we live today we shall live again in many forms shall we return and then we cut to england because this movie just flies back and forth and back and forth and back and forth i think there's like six prologues so buckle up <laughs> then we cut to england it's 1127 a.d yeah a band of crusader knights um bury one of the one of their own with a cursed ruby then we cut to present day <laughs> <laughs> i needed okay i don't mind a prologue mm-hmm. i'm fine if you're setting up some stuff but this was like i'm like why are there crusader knights mm-hmm. they're in london what the fuck <laughs> like it didn't make any sense any sense putting it out there yeah. well we didn't we shouldn't have seen this until she told the story about yeah. the stone. That's yeah. when we should have seen this clip. Yes. Also, if we I saw it at all. Also, <laughs> we see later that this tomb is part of this huge elaborate cavern, which we oh. don't get in the fucking prologue. Why didn't we get that in the fucking prologue? So the them burying the guy and then seeing somebody chiseling some fucking Egyptian hieroglyphs on a rock in this tomb. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> And why do they always have these tombs? Don't ever open this. And there's always some asshole going, they didn't mean it. No. And which <laughs> one of these else. Crusader Knights uh, read hieroglyphs? Mm-hmm. Because there are hieroglyphs on the fucking wall later on. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> which one of these Crusaders that dug this sweet-ass cavern in London? <laughs> Sir Ted. It was, in London. It was Sir Ted. In London. It was Sir Ted. Red Sir Ted Mosby. These people would not have taken the time to read hieroglyphs. How do you know? They were stamping out other religions. They weren't learning about They weren't them. stamping out other religions. They were stamping out other religion. They were fighting <laughs> the Muslims. I'm too busy killing Muslims to learn fucking hieroglyphics. Well, they were on a hilly ward here. Yeah, you don't care about other people. A better question a is, war. how do you leave for a crusade broke and come back rich? Well. Well, you loot people. That's how. Obviously. That's not very Christian-like. <laughs> Thou shall not kill unless they pray to a different God than me. Look, if I killed everybody, then their stuff's just going away, so I should take it home with me. Waste not, wants not. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome back, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> All right, so it's present-day England. A large digging machine is burrowing underground to make room for a Stop. new... Stop. <laughs> going to freak out again. Why? Transportation <laughs> tunnel, and it breaks into the large tomb of Crusader Knights. A few news broadcasts um, reinforce this, this exposition. Too. It's the Grave Digger 101, okay? <laughs> Made by Cyberdyne. Excavators are looking through the looking at the stone coffins, trying to figure out what what do they do about it, what is it, and then Russell. Well, it, we don't know who it is really, but it's Russell Crowe. Well, we know it's Russell Crowe, but we don't know yeah, who he is. And oh, he, like oh, Magnus is here. <laughs> Although Russell Crowe is starting to look like your grandpa. <laughs> What's funny? Younger than Tom Cruise. I know that's funny. Really? There's a line. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, there's a line where he said, "Where uh, Crow says to Cruise, you might be younger than me.'" And I said, "Is he?" And John goes, "No, Tom Cruise is two months older." And I was like, "Ha ha." So, uh, so stop casting Tom Cruise like he's 25. Yeah. At should. one point, when he doesn't have his shirt on, 
I said, his his uh, chest is starting to show its age. He's got little droopy pecs. <laughs> well, I no, mean, he's, I'm sure he stays in great health and with the kind of... Yeah, he looks good. Looks but, fantastic. But this is the role for someone who's actually 35. You know who should have done this? Chris Helmsworth. Ooh. I'd call that. You know who could have pulled this off, perhaps? But he's I mean, he's not the world's greatest actor, but Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Yeah, he keeps fucking things up, though. Or someone who has a really good um, British accent. Maybe we should go with... Um, uh, someone British? Tom Hardy. Ooh, Tom Hardy. I like him. Would have been great. I just... And if he maybe. would have been a welcome back to the podcast. Then. Yeah. I think, it, I think one of the problems with this movie is uh, it's trying to be funny. And Tom Cruise isn't funny. No, he's, no, like, he's, he's not. not. He's like the opposite of funny. Even all his jokes that he does in the movie fall dead. Because I because I was watching him, I'm like these are f- this is funny. Like these jokes that they do are funny. He just can't do them. He's just not a funny. No, guy. he's an action star. Yeah. He's not, and he's a great he's very action serious. star. Is he a great action star? He's a great action star, and he's good in like romantic movies. Like when he was younger and romantic, he was great. Like in um, Jerry Maguire. Yes, you or complete me. Or what was that? Um, but like his romantic stuff in all his action movies, like in Far and Away and in um, when he was Days of Thunder, like Ooh, Days of Thunder, that was a good. That stuff, like that. those have romantic elements to it, and then he's great at that. This, he's not funny. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, it's usually more that he's he's more of a straight guy, and like funny stuff happens to him, and then he freaks out, or somebody makes fun of him, and he takes it. That's usually the or humor that he's involved the in. The funny stuff in the Mission Impossible movies, that's like the it's because of Bing Rain. Rhymes, Rames? Rames. Rames. Or like in later movies, Simon Pegg or Jeremy Renner. Well, he's Simon fucking funny. funny. You know who could have done this? Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. No, I mean, he needs more Hawkeye. You know, he's getting a little long in the tooth, but he could have done this. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Renner would have, but he was busy doing this little movie. You might have heard of it. It's called The Avengers. I know. I just like <laughs> I Jeremy I think that Renner. did okay. They might have made a couple shots. I don't know why that. people hate on him. I think he's fun. Who, Renner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's picked better movies. I mean, Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> so Crow walks in. What do you make? Fifteen million for that? Shit. <laughs> and uh, the team leader, immediate, a team leader of the excava- excavators, automat- runs over to him and starts to give him shit. Crow just hands him a thick envelope. I assume it's filled with cash or something. And I thought it was a letter off. saying we're taking over. This, yeah. this tunnel has been rerouted. I'm in charge here. Get your men and your equipment out. I it's think it's like one of these orders from this guy's boss's boss's boss saying go away. Thing. It's funny because it did look a little bit like an envelope with a handwritten letter from your aunt in it. Though. <laughs> it didn't look so much official paperwork as like a fucking envelope with a letter in it. It like, might have been the letter that says piss I feel off like the queen. maybe yeah. it should have been a doc. We should have. It should have. Looked more document like. Yeah. It was. I'm saying it Maybe was. Maybe official seal. It was a, seal it was a letter kind. from the queen that said "piss off." That's all it had to say. And they're like, "All right, we're well, out." You know, when you're the protector <laughs> of evil. Well, Crow walks around uh, the tomb looking at things, and he finds this large, um, I guess, sigil with hieroglyphics, and he starts looking at it, and then he says, "The past can't stay buried forever." Boss. That's what I'm talking about. This giant fucking sigil. Who built that? <laughs> what was the purpose? We're gonna get to that. He says, this is history's darkest secret. And then he info dumps Princess Amenet's origin. Amenet was a sole heir to Egyptian throne. Uh, she was intelligent, beautiful, and cunning. But the pharaoh's lover became pregnant. So that baby, his son, was going to inevitably be rule. Um, that sucks, though. She's, like, ready to take over. And you know it looks like her, her dad has a boy. <laughs> it looks like Hold her on, and her dad are... happened in, in oh, actual... I know. You know. All the time. Cleopatra killed her brother. 
Yeah. That's what you do. I know. have baby boats. Well, then. <laughs> That's what you do. If you want to be queen and you, you, oh, a boy was born. He's a. Stab. He died. Natural causes. Weirdest thing. Later on, like, there's a scene between her and, um, what's his name? Nick? Tom Cruise's character? Yeah, Nick Morton. They were, like, talking and Morton. she said, it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. Also, it looked for, like, her and the Pharaoh were getting along. They were happy yeah. times. And I then, don't know why she had to go and make this pact with the devil, or said, if you will, that. to get all this power to kill the baby. Um, She could have just stabbed the baby without, you know, she could didn't have to be that nice. It she probably could have worked in the kitchen. They I don't know. Knives. Maybe it was supposed <laughs> to protect her from being murdered for murdering her brother. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, well, they interrupted yeah. it before it was done. Yeah. <laughs> So, like they said, um, uh, using dark magics, she invokes the god of death, Set, who isn't the god of death of Cyrus's, but whatever. For this, the movie, Set is the god of death. And they also show the pyramids incorrectly, because the pyramids didn't look like the pyramids back then. They were covered in white limestone. With right. The so they shined, but, yeah, with a... But nah. They looked really nice. And then, and set isn't and then it? the raiders came. <laughs> and They're set, like, hey, this stuff's expensive. We'll take it. This is the other thing about Egyptian gods. Set was never evil. No. Like, he's not... He's like a dark god, but he's not evil. Yeah. None of the gods are evil. Just their assigned job is perceived today as evil. Because we, you know... me. You know, the devil's bad, and the devil takes care of the people who are bad. Well, doesn't that make him good? Set Anywho. didn't like Horus, and Horus and him got in a fight, but that doesn't make Set bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're brothers and sisters. They yeah. fight. We're not talking about the Gerard Butler set, by the way. Not Gerard. From, from Gods of Egypt. I didn't even see that. <laughs> no, it's not worth your time. I never saw that either. That's, that's another one of those, that's whitewashing at its finest right there. That is the greatest like they found example of whitewashing ever, man ever, play Egyptian ever God. known to like, man. It's about that. crazy. <laughs> There's no universe where Gerard Butler is Egyptian. should be Egyptian. Or, who is it that, what is it, Jamie Lannister plays Horus? Yeah. Oh my God, it's <laughs> redonkulous. You know who I believe was Egyptian though? Was um, Sean Connery. I thought he was Spanish. You thought he was from Spain. Egyptian, you horse's ass. So, uh, in a room full of dead crows, whatever that, or ravens, whatever that has to do with anything, uh, she slices her hand and adds her blood to some brew that she has. Uh, she reads a scroll, and the air starts to turn around the room. She says, Ishka Bibble. All the crows return to life, and then some kind of dead crumbly mummy thing crawls over to her Raiku? and hands her a large Raichu, knife. what was his name? Riku. No, Renku? Riku. 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 He hands her a book. He says this is the death yeah. note. And he says, if you could say my or write down my, my name. name. So one Close. guy came close. He got two letters. Two letters. He's never gotten his own. <laughs> but uh, he hands her the long, a long knife with a cursed ruby on the you end. You should watch that again. That was a good flag. Death note? You should listen yeah. to our episode about it. It's great. Yeah. Friends, go back. Listen. It's a good episode. It's a good movie. I think I ate it. I do believe. We all ate it. I'm pretty sure. Because that... Came out of left field and surprised us all. <laughs> and then we tried to watch the anime and we're like, whoa, the anime is a real slow burn. No yeah. thanks. Yeah. That was the second biggest surprise, I think, of the podcast. <laughs> What's the biggest surprise? Warrior. Oh, that's true. Well, I knew that one was good. Yeah. <laughs> Carly loved it. I did. It still makes me angry, though. Why? Fucking Warrior. <laughs> Why are you so mad about Warrior? Because they, they let the wrong guy win. No, they didn't. You don't remember that she hated the ending? <laughs> hate the ending. Go back and listen to our episode. It's not my most hated ending, though. That goes to Timer, which I did yay. Does it go to Queen of the Dam? No. no. That whole movie's a stinking <laughs> pile of rubbish. Doesn't go to The Last Witch Hunter? That movie's great, and you are terrible. So, Amanat... Because you don't like it. It's great. Amanat takes the knife, it burns her hand, and uh, the mummy dusts and disappears. 
Amonet's body gets covered in runes, and then the pupils of her eyes split into two. So now she has four eyes. What would that be like to see? Would that be uh, hard? <laughs> I can't imagine that be a, uh, would be good. Your depth perception would go to it's shit. It's an interesting <laughs> choice, though. I liked it. It looked cool. For the trailer, at least. And she looked cool. She like, did. She, she looked cooler than um, Homeboy in the Brandon Fraser mummy. Um, the guy played Emotep. I don't Emotep. remember his name. Yeah. Emotep is it? Well, no, the actor. No, no. He's just Emotep. <laughs> Not his name. He was also in G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's Zartan. true. Zartan, right. He, he's a good bad guy. Um, so she creeps into Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's room and slashes his throat. Apparently he doesn't have guards. And then well, she murders. She's his daughter. Maybe she didn't. Like, where are you going with that knife? Maybe they I don't just give let her daddy a kiss. I know. There still would have been guards outside the door, and if they had noticed she had all these brand new tattoos, why would you there think be guards they... outside the door? I'm sure there are guards all over the palace. Why? Look, why wouldn't s- there be? We know about Egyptian history. We saw the uh, Michael uh, Jackson video. That's Remember true. <laughs> have you never seen any of these? All these Egyptian buildings are nothing but balconies and open windows. You would think they would have to have plenty of fucking guards because you could just get in there willy-nilly. Or maybe the Egyptian uh, pharaohs were thought of as living gods, so you wouldn't even fathom trying to kill them. Because that would be very bad. You did see Stargate. They don't fuck around. They don't fuck... They I'm telling monsters. you, if you're considered to be a god... It's a lot less likely someone's going to try to assassinate you because one, it Just may not work. Just because you and say two, you're a god doesn't mean I believe it. Um, but the if you believe it, did. <laughs> but did they actually believe it, or did the rich people just tell, just think that? I'm going to just say, um, no offense to organized religion, but someone told you that there was a magical burning bush, and you all believe it. Yeah, but how many same people thing. actually believe that? Same. It's just a, it's a different bullshit. Same kind of story. Even in the days when Christianity was super popular and well and pretty much accepted, that doesn't mean that all those people that went to church believed. In fact, most of them didn't. Because why? Why would all those members of the Catholic Church be child molesters if they actually believed that shit? Or all those popes have wives and children. And they didn't have wives. They had mistresses. <laughs> mistresses and children and families. No, no, even at the height of its popularity, there was so much corruption. Yes, but that was, yes, but again, that's... So why would the people believe that the pharaohs were actual gods? And if there's because always... Because someone told them. There's always corruption around the high levels and the rich. So I'm not worried the peasant is going to kill me, but I might be worried my brother is. The aristocrat. Mm. I'm just saying, it's aliens. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, what if the aliens come back and try to bump me off? What's cars? that guy's name with the hair? He I just came out of nowhere. Aliens! I made Carly watch a couple episodes oh, of that. God. She got I, so well. I, I kept really, sticking it on whenever she wasn't paying attention. I really like Is this season? fucking a- ancient aliens again? <laughs> I'm so telling you, the first season and a half of ancient aliens was awesome. Yeah. The first, like, the spe- they had a two hour special based on Chariots of the Gods. That was amazing. I was like, ooh, they have you thinking. Look. Then they start fucking with you. Well, then. then the, they just started seeping into other shit. Like, yeah. I watched a Halloween special. It was talking about vampires and werewolves and zombies. Aliens. And zombies. And then they were like, they talked about how these different viruses that are kind and of like zombies. And then that dude shows up. And then at the end, you hear a voice, and he's like, you don't see him, but you hear a voice, and he's like, yeah, talking about bringing people back from the dead. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he says, maybe aliens. And I was like, fucking A, man. I'm waiting for him to show up on Pawn, Star- Pawn Stars. And, but... Uh. Anyway, so to finish this ritual, Amanet, <laughs> Amanet, 
<laughs> kills everybody, and then she needs to pick a chosen person and stab the relic dagger with the gem in it into the person's chest. See, I thought it looked like at first she was going to get stabbed with the old, uh, you know, relic. Well, you know what I mean? She I thought maybe she did. Set to have an immortal body. We yeah. call that the hibbity dibbity around here. I thought I thought this or the happened after the hibbity. That you know so they what? Got a and first. You know what? Hib- going from the hibbity dibbity to a sacrificial murder that might actually be the hunkachunka. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do believe that's called the praying mantis. <laughs> or the black widow. Or the black widow. Yeah, you bone down and then you know you gotta you you gotta go. What maybe? But as she looked at the blade to strike her chosen, the royal guards All finally, those guards finally got up. around. <laughs> the guys got, off, got, got off their ass and uh, shoot her with uh, blowgun darts. I'm assuming after they had tranks. Well, they poison. had beer in ancient Egypt, so you never know. They might have had a couple of yeah. and you know. And then they just kill his. The magi ass. were asleep at the wheel. Let me tell you. There's no magi in this. I know. I don't know what they call. Then they um to punish her, they mummify her alive. Which seems like a real bitch of a way to go. I don't want to go that way. <laughs> you know, not, they're going to tie you down so you can see nothing because they're going to put you in a fucking On the list of ways and to die, die, that one is real low. Because <laughs> that's real slow there. and painful. Um, she drops, when they uh, grab her, she drops the knife and apparently the gem is just kind of taped in and it breaks off. And then uh, they move, they take her, and they put her in this big sarcophagus and they put her, they take her far, far away, which... Ends up being Iraq. Now here, I have a question. Did they have that thing pre-built, or because they had that ready? I know that's. <laughs> Do they have those just sitting around, or they have a guy who's like, "Oh shit, let me get started while you yeah. wrap her up." Yeah, that was the other thing because that thing is very intricate. It even has hieroglyphics on the inside and shit. Yeah. I'm like, man, either these guys are just fast, or they have some stuff pre-made. Like, oh no, we've been waiting for this. Yeah, they might just have a couple in case somebody gets cursed. In case a demon shows up. <laughs> I mean. What I want to know is where did they find a pool of mercury? How? Like, look. We'll get to that. How much have they explored <laughs> Iraq or Mesopotamia that they know exactly where the big pool of mercury is? Well, I just thought they brought that because I was like, how much mercury is on Earth? Because it's a lot of fucking mercury in this pool. Apparently, there's a lot in Mesopotamia and a lot in fucking London. Who knew? Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it used to be. So now we cut to present-day Iraq. Everybody on board? Okay, we're in Iraq now. Got we it. Catch up with Sergeant Nick Morton. That's Cruz. And Corporal Chris Vale, which is Jake Johnson. I like that guy. He's a good B-man. He's funny. Yeah. He's not a B-man. He's a sidekick. He's good in... He's a good role. number two. Uh, a B-man. Nick, Nick is watching through go- um, uh, binoculars. He's watching uh, some insurgents. They're destroying... They, they run around destroying um, any kind of... Any like relic that's not the past and stuff. Yeah, any relic that's with. not of the Muslim faith. Yeah. Um, Chris explains that uh, it's too dangerous, and they're supposed to be on re- on a recon mission 100 miles away from here. Uh, Nick has a note that he's stolen. They give him coordinates to the specific area that they're at. Because he's a dick. He tells Chris to come along. Chris refuses. He says it's stealing. Nick says they're not stealing. Uh, We're they're liberators. Not leaders. They're liberators of precious antiquities. Chris says, well, the translator that we asked about it says that this was a hamanara or hamnatra or something. Haram. Haram means uh, forbidden knowledge or curse. And he says, that's just what they that's just what they call treasure around here. Chris still refuses. So we know Tom Cruise is a dick. <laughs> oh, we may have thought he was a dick, but this is how we know he's a dick. Because Chris still refuses. And what does Tom Cruise do? Nick fucking 
cuts a hole in his bag of water. Yeah. And he's like, we're a day away from any water source. And he says, nope, there's a water source right down there. Mm. He's like, you are such a bad person. You mm. need to, to, you know, get kicked in the jimmy. Wow. Right in the jimmy. Right in the jimmy? Right in the jimmy. Right in the Franks and beans? Franks and the beans. Damn. Right between the beans. No, you want to hit them both. <laughs> so Nick says, look, we're just going to slip in and slip out, you know, like we always do. And then we cut to the two of them running from uh, the Iraqi surgeons trading machine gun fire. Uh, Chris is understandably pissed, so he calls in an airstrike. Because they thought they were going in and out like the wind. No. And they were wrong. Nick and Chris... Iraq's got a lot of health, Jack. <laughs> a lot of health. Nick and Chris get pinned down on top of a roof, uh, and they're pretty much running out of options. And that's when the uh, airstrike hits, forcing the Iraqis to jump in vehicles, and they all bolt. I would. The, <laughs> the building uh, collapses, and the two of them are sent sliding down towards this giant crater. Um, as they get closer to the crater, the, they see that it, it's collapsed into a larger cave, and then we see like a large uh, Egyptian pharaoh head, like carving. Anubis um, head. One of the funny things about the movie is Tom Cruise is, of course, he's crazy about doing all these stunts and stuff. Um, this guy Jake is like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing any stunts. I'm not a stunt guy. And then they're like, oh, you don't have to do any stunts. It's cool. We have a whole stunt team. The director would tell him that. And then when they go to do the stunts, the director would go film another part, and the second director would come in, and they would make him do all the stunts. <laughs> and he was pissed wow. at first, but after a while, he started liking it. Um, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I did like how he was like, I'm still alive! And then he fell in the hole, and I was like, is he? Is he still alive? Still alive. <laughs> so then uh, the rest of, the, uh, the rest of um, their unit, the army, shows up. Um, Nick feeds the CO a bunch of bullshit. This is uh, Courtney B. Vance. He's awesome. He is awesome. Um, he, he feeds him a bunch of horse shit about what happened, but his CO isn't buying it and calls him out. He says, no, you're, you're full of shit. You're supposed to be 100 clicks from here. You're just coming here because you want to steal shit and sell it on the black market. I'm not stupid. And then the, but yeah, he let him do it. Yeah. Then uh, this, this blonde lady shows up, uh, Jenny Hazley. Jenny, Hazley. Jenny. What? Out of words. nowhere. Yeah. Out of fucking... All of a sudden, there's a blind lady in Iraq. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Who is this person? How did she get here? And the impression you get is she, like, knows them. Like yes, her Has she been traveling Nick, with the army to Nick find stole this antiquities? <laughs> Nick stole this map note coordinates out of her hotel room after they had sex. That is the prologue we need. We need to see this relationship between Nick you and Jenny. See, you want to see them do the hibbity-dibbity, huh? I need something. At least some hibbity. Yeah. I don't need to see them doing Both the hibbity-dibbity. <laughs> it would be nice to see maybe a little flash of them at dinner, talking about the status of the relationship. A little flash. Maybe they've been right. off and on, and he says, I'm going to have to leave tomorrow, and then we see him sneaking out, stealing her Yeah. Maybe her a little stuff. gluteal cleft, if you know what I mean. Something to show that maybe they give a shit about each other, because she just appears out of nowhere, seems to know all about Nick, and it doesn't make any fucking and Nick's sense. And Nick's a dick. Because we, we could have cut seven or eight of the prologues, especially yeah. uh, the All Amanat. the backstories. We don't need the Amanet uh, story because they say it seven times. Right. Yeah, we didn't need any of this. Yeah. What we needed was the backstory. The prologue should have been maybe a little voiceover from Russell Crowe, whatever, about Egyptian prayers. And then Jenny and Nick. Yeah. And then the this dick. scene. And then we get the flashback to Amanet in here in this part right 
She explains who it is because she sees the forbidden name somewhere or something. I uh, watched... Um, I think Elaine should go to Hollywood and start working. There. I could have yeah. fixed this movie. There is not... This movie is easily fixable. It would have been real good. I watched these these one guys that I follow um, on YouTube, Red Letter Media. They're really good, and they do a lot of really good um, breakdowns of movies. And their breakdown in this movie, they made a good point. The um, Another thing that Hollywood does now is they will make stories very linear and they will like the reason they probably repeat Amanette's story like 12 times is for foreign markets because they lose stuff in the translation and, and they their foreign markets are constantly complaining like we didn't understand why Optimus Prime had to have this box stuffed in his head and I'm like well we told you like yeah but we don't we don't speak English so we didn't make any sense you know so they'll say it six times in different ways with different parts and mentioning it and it just makes us feel like we're stupid but Hollywood's slowly not caring much about what we think anymore but and more about what other slowly? markets. If we had the uh, Crusade <laughs> prologue and then we saw, like, we see the Tomb of the Dead Crusaders and then maybe we see Egyptian treasure being put in a vault behind that thing and that thing being carved and then we see them find the tomb and we see maybe a phone call, Russell to Jenny, saying, we found the coordinates, I'll send them to you. Mm -hmm. Then we see Nick and Jenny in Holy her shit, hotel like room. <laughs> <laughs> and we see, like, the envelope with maybe the Dr. Hyde is the return, you know, address yeah. here. What, like, then it would connect it and it would make more sense. Even if they had to repeat things. But mm -hmm. you don't... They spend so much time repeating the Aminette story that they don't actually do any character building. Another problem I saw, because I watched an unfortunate amount of the making of this movie. Wow. Is, um, <laughs> What's Tom Cruise. Tom, well, Tom Cruise apparently just... This is his movie. And, like, they had um, two other directors were working on this film and left. Could you they... stop kicking me? I'm trying to put my feet on you like you did me. I don't like it. Okay. And you're wearing <laughs> shoes. But they basically left because they couldn't deal with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. And then this guy, I watched their, their interview together, and basically Tom Cruise would walk in and go, hey, this is what this scene's going to be. And he's like, okay. And they were just, like, having a blast making this movie on the fly. And how the other directors and that's why like, the budget has this weird. Yeah. Anywhere, there's seventy million dollars yeah. that may or may not be accounted and we'll get for. To, and we'll get you to know that, what? Know you know what? Because it's probably funded. What do you mean we have seventy million dollars accounted um, for? Yeah. It's probably funded by the uh, the church, the um, Scientology. Scientology <laughs> the church is Scientology, so we don't know how much it is because they don't write receipts. <laughs> so I don't think the Church of Scientology would do this because it's, um, it's about another religion. They're real hinky on that kind of thing. I don't mm. know. So Jenny. Walks up and asks Nick Jenny. what Five Fingers said so to the Jenny. face. Slap. And then uh, she says Nick stole the map from her after the dibbity part of the hibbity dibbity. Uh -huh. Nick tries to deny this, uh, but no one believes him. Jenny looks at the She's statue. Like, Nick thinks I'm embarrassed to tell you guys, but he stole this right after we fucked. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead, girl. I did appreciate it. I owned it. Hey, she wasn't. You know She's what? Like, Good for her. Yeah. Jenny looks at the statue and says it's Egyptian and it's a very big deal. Um, she convinces the army CO to um, get his men to guard the perimeter while she investigates it, and he agrees. And because uh, you know, random white girls control well, the army. Well, it was so weird. White girl who appears out of nowhere. If they don't know her, then yeah, they don't have any responsibility because she was like, "You have to explain why you left me here." Well, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> I don't know how you got later. here. We didn't yeah. bring you. It will make sense later, but they didn't really... But they no, didn't. it's they, not the British Army, it's the American Army. She's a British citizen, and we don't even know how she got here. 
But we don't even know how she got here. Amtrak. She came Camel via track? Amtrak. Amtrak. Camel track? Write it down. A-M-T-R-A-C-K. All aboard Amtrak. What? <laughs> so there was a barber and <laughs> so the CO uh, orders also Nick and Chris to go down with her and um, I'll go okay I don't know that I would let the guy that I know came out here just to steal shit go down the hole with no. all the important shit you I mean I just don't like it's even if I don't not care about a white bitch I'm just whoa, not doing whoa, that whoa whoa her ethnicity has nothing to do with it Ooh. Can't trust them chips. So they climb down this pit that looks like if the Grand Canyon was expanded twice. This is the biggest pit I've ever seen in my life, ever in fiction. Like this has got some. This is ridiculous. In it. I'm gonna post a picture on our Facebook page because well, it's gonna be a it. wide lens though. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it, you had to shoot it in panoramic. It's and gonna it, be one of those 360 pics where you gotta move your phone to see the whole right. Thing. It's silly. And then they rappel down it. I guess they have three mile long rope. Well, I don't know. They are a reconnaissance duo. I guess. <laughs> Unpack the bags. Ridiculous. And all the bags were rope. <laughs> and once they get inside, Nick's standing under some stalactites and they drip water on him. But he's like, wait a minute. He looks closer and, and at it. And it's not water. It's mercury. Which is bad. If you ever get mercury. Yeah, I'm like, uh, get out of there. Yeah, yeah he does not. He's just like letting it pool in his hand. Well, he had a glove on, but it's still running on his arms and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's he did not. Toxic. Remember the Mad Hatter? Yeah. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> it was mercury. So Jenny says the Egyptians believed it weakened evil spirits. Nick says, well, it's poisonous. And Chris says, and it drives people crazy before they die. Jenny figures out that the mercury is dripped from the ceiling into the floor using some kind of weird canal system. It feeds it to a smaller room. And so they so set So is up, it like a terrarium? Is that what we're supposed to believe? I don't, <laughs> maybe. I don't quite get it. Maybe. Because I don't know. But did they have this pre-built when they put that girl in the box? Or did they build this when they got to Iraq? <laughs> That's Holy what shit! I Were they, did they there's, just start? All right, guys, start digging. Look, what the hell? Did they have this canals. ready for when the demon popped there's up? Little canals <laughs> where the mercury drips down and then comes into this pool. So where is the mercury coming from? That's I had not considered terrarium. I was just thinking <laughs> it was one of the greatest natural t- deposits of mercury. What? What you know the what? fuck? How would we in Egypt know that in Mesopotamia they got this? <laughs> like, is this in the Pharaoh's newsletter? <laughs> the, newsletter. The, Who's the, what was the leader of Mesopotamia called? I don't know, the Sultan, the Pharaoh, the King of Mesopotamia is writing, you know, a letter the to the Pharaoh of <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> Look, we just found this evil, po- this uh, cleanser evil pool. You got to check this out next time you're in town. Okay. It's at these coordinates. Like, what the hell? Uh, vice Pharaoh, because she killed the family. <laughs> Well, the way that that works is it Uncle to Greg the, took over. Oh, okay. No, the well, it would have been like his brother would have been the new pharaoh. Hopefully, or his cousin. Or but I know why the Egyptians kept getting taken over because they were busy building boxes and throwing <laughs> fucking holes. Use the entire army to build a cavern this size. We saw them cross the de- desert. It was only like six horses and a cart. Well, they went across the desert on a horse with no name. So. Yeah, obviously, the Mesopotamians obviously had this pit, and they were just like, yeah, sure, throw your evil bitch in it. We I don't care. I don't think that's how that works. It's like saying, hey, remember those nuclear weapons we want to dump in your country? Yeah, it's, so this I, is worse. None of this makes any sense. Why would it be in Iraq? The city the city is floating. I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Well, they set up Whistler's God lights from Blade 2, and then they go inside. Once inside, the stairs lead down to a huge pit filled with mercury. 
uh, surrounded by six statues of set, but they're all looking in towards the pit. There's a pulley system seems to have lowered something into it millennia ago, which I looked in the trivia, and I don't know if this is true, but it's kind of neat. Everyone made fun of it, saying, why do you have to hold down a fucking 80-ton coffin? Well, lead is so th- is so dense, actually, lead it will, or the mercury is so dense, lead will float on it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So that may just be an accident, <laughs> if it's true. Because these guys didn't seem like they did a lot of research. I, you <laughs> know Tom what? Cruise kind of flew on a seat yeah. of his ass. I don't see Tom Cruise being real good with the elemental table. No. no, but I love that that is one of those things that seems ridiculous, but is actually factually correct. I think it I is. Love that's it. what it said. I that, that's I a great trivia yeah. piece. So uh, Nick shines his light around, uh, sees a few of the piles of skeletal remains. They have gold jewelry on and... Necks, neck pieces and, and he's stuff. like, all right, all right. I guess you were right. We should have come check this out. You know, he smiles we'll to Chris. Some money. <laughs> he's a thief, so they give each other the nods like, oh, yeah. Um, Steal some of the gold. Uh, Jenny's looking at all the stuff, going, well, this clothing style isn't this local to this area. Back then, there's multiple warnings carved on everything in this freaking room. And uh, there's no provisions for the afterlife. Like, normally, the pharaohs, when they're buried, they have canaptic jars that put their organs in they have servants pets all kinds of shit ready for them because they're supposed to take all the shit with them mm-hmm. she doesn't have any this person doesn't have anything with them she says their clothing isn't local to this area well bitch none of this is local to this area <laughs> you're in mesopotamia well you're in, in iraq, iraq. <laughs> but still it was mesopotamia this well, was went, never egypt well she has a degree so she would know what she's talking about i mean other than the fact that there's a pharaoh or something. I cannot recall what the, like what the infographic said of the last documentary you watched of how far the Egyptian empire spread. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't all, like all uh, it didn't, no. all up in Mesopotamia. Not even close. It didn't really no. leave so out. There's no reason, out fucking so there's no nuts. reason any of this should have been here. Who cares about like lo- toxic waste? What do you yeah. want? That's, but that's just like a weird throwaway line. This garb isn't local to this area. Well, bitch, none of this is. You don't need to say that at all. Right. Well, it's just they, the shit about the climactic jar. Hollywood assumes we're all stupid. Yeah, but they could have cut that line, and then maybe they could have cut all these shorter. superfluous yeah. things, and we could have had some actual information given to but us. But if you take out all the superfluous things, this movie's only 35 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny uh, is looking around. Jenny. She goes, this is, Stop not, it. this is not a tomb. It's a prison. Um, and Nick's uh, CO Green, Greenwood or Greenwood Wall. I forget his name. Um, comes over the radio. He says, look, you guys all, all got to fucking go. Um, there's bogeys in, in route. Jenny's very pissed. She argues with Chris back and forth. She's not leaving um, until she sees what's in this sarcophagus hey. tomb thing. Then you do like Curly Bill and say, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Nick's, Nick's taking a closer look at the pulley system, sees the weights and the chains and all that crap, and says, fuck it, shoots it, and it snaps and then the whole thing large sarcophagus rises up out of the because mercury. it's a giant prison with all these warnings and tom cruise is like yeah what's the worst that can happen well the normal we ignore he all the warnings he... on all the ancient tombs that we infiltrate <laughs> let me tell you something no, 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 no. if i ever find myself in mesopotamia and there's a big warning for, for some egyptian shit you know what i'm not gonna do open it up and the first first fucker that tries to um he's getting two in the face <laughs> all right Pew, pew. So the large sarcophagus rises from the mercury. It has a <laughs> demonic-looking face on it. Um, yeah, it does. And then all of a sudden, there's an infestation of insects. They call them camel spiders, but they didn't really look like camel spiders to me, but I don't know what and they my were. My question is, what the fuck were these things eating for thousands of years? 
because it's just the spiders. So, and they're in the middle of a fucking desert. There's nothing for real to spiders. eat. I don't think they're real spiders. Well, they're I mean, a manifestation they're CGI. Of, they're a manifestation of her evil aura. Which is why when she, when one of them bites What's-His-Nuts, he ends up cursed. Chris. All right, like Incredible Hulk, I'll give you that. They climb all over all of them a little bit, but the only reason, some reason, Chris is the one that gets bit. He thinks they would bite Jenna. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Jenna. Nick starts to stare at the I face running. of the sarcophagus. It's a great, we should watch that. Can we do Forrest Gump? No. No. That's our Christmas present to ourselves. You can pick that for what what milestones coming up that we figured out. Veterans Day, two hundred episodes, one hundred and fifty or something. I won't yay that movie. You won't yay Forrest Gump. That movie's amazing. I won't yay it. I don't like it enough to yay. Then I can't pick it. I will maybe it. I'm telling you right now. Spoiler. Spoiler. Tony, are you gonna yay Forrest Gump? (laughs) I have to watch it again. Oh damn it! You're ruining my fun. (laughs) Carly hasn't seen it yet. No, Carly. That won an Oscar. She I've did. seen it more than once. <laughs> really? Actually, the last time I saw it was in a hospital room with Tony. Did you, did you know there's a sequel? No. Yeah, it was a book. Though. <laughs> well, the first one was a book, too, but there was a sequel. It went a little off the rails. No. Speaking oh, of off the rails. Oh, yeah. So Nick's staring at the sarcophagus. <laughs> oh, you did it. Stop doing that. I said Jenny. Stop doing that. Come I won't. On. So next Darren Sarkovagus, he begins to have visions of sand, and then a woman approaches him in the vision. She's it's a, Aminette. She's a hottie patati there. Why are her toes and fingers green? I don't, I don't know, know, but like I they were dripped, like, <laughs> like they were dipped in malachite or something like yeah, that. It's such an odd touch, and I wish they had. Well, what they didn't tell know. you is that it's before so she before she died, she was a vegan, so that's chlorophyll. No. <laughs> if we had seen that in any of the other scenes. We probably wouldn't have even noticed. We would just assume that that that's was her, makeup. her look. Yeah, yeah. That, that's her look. But this is the only time that it's like that. All the flashback it's, scenes, it's not like that. It's just in this one. But yeah, I thought it was cool, though. I liked it. It was an but interesting touch. She thanks him for freeing her and claims that he is now the her chosen. Uh, like, Jenny, cool. Jenny screams at Nick, saying, uh, I'm not leaving without the sarcophagus. And Nick is still kind of dazed. He's like, okay, yeah. He says, uh-huh. fine, you carry it. <laughs> then an army helicopter lifts it out. Uh, Which Ravens... seems like a real waste of good army helicopter. <laughs> In uh, a war zone. Ravens call all around and are flying everywhere as it's lifted. Nick is still kind of creeped out. So she's a tomb raider. Hmm. Isn't this illegal? Well, yes. It is in Egypt. They're... I'm sure it's illegal in Iraq. We don't know what's illegal in Iraq, dear. I'm sure you're not allowed to take artifacts and just um, abscond with them if you're in the U.S. military. I don't not know anymore. <laughs> even if it was, to. even if it says it was Egyptian, we clearly found it in Iraq. They used to steal mummies. Like I think it was in the 30s. They used to steal all the mummies. I think Britain. Yeah. Grind them up into ink <laughs> for Oof. for writing and shit. I was like, damn. That's that's cold blood like right there. The lowest form, you know. It's like, like oh. we're wrapping you up because when you die, you're going to go to the golden palace and be in the underworld, or you might get ground up and use for ink. <laughs> one white, of those by two. white people. <laughs> Fucking white. One or the other. <laughs> and you wonder why everybody hates white people. But I didn't do it. Quit giving me shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, they put they put the uh, sarcophagus into a C-130, and then there's a giant anor- a giant sandstorm starts Wait, coming. Wait, no, I have to interrupt here. No, you... So they fly the sarcophagus across the desert, hanging from a cable. Yes. This is fucking ridiculous. Everybody else is in... There's trucks. 
There's yeah. clearly trucks. I thought about that too. But the sarcophagus is hanging by a cable. This maybe. is an artifact that it, and then, she at one point says it's 2,000 years old, and then five minutes later says it's 5,000 years old. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and then, the when they arrive at the C-130... Numbers don't make sense in this movie, right? When they, they arrive at the C-130, the helicopter lowers the sarcophagus right directly onto the ground. And I know I said that word wrong, so don't even. Okay. But they put it right on the ground, and then they, like, what, lift it and put it... No, you put it on something that rolls. Anything that rolls. What the fuck? Well, it may be... Maybe it was too heavy to put on a truck, so they carried it by helicopter. I can accept that. But they do just put it on the ground, wow. and then a bunch of dudes shove it into and the And she's hut. like, be careful with I'm that. Like, Wouldn't they just scrape the whole fucking yeah. runway? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So Jenny tries to explain to Nick how important this find is. Nick just wants to talk about the hibbity-dibbity. Yeah, he does. And she, she says, said something about it being 13 seconds. <laughs> and he's like, you know it took longer than that. Yeah, and they're just reiterating the fact that he's a selfish thief that doesn't care about it. He seems like this kind of selfish prick that would, you know, do his business and not really care about hers. And I feel like this is an opportunity for them to show a relationship between these two, but they don't. <laughs> they show the lack of relationship, which well, then later says, on makes shit not make any sense. Well, he says, he's like, I didn't fake any of my feelings about you or whatever, but we don't know what those feelings were because we didn't see them together, like you said. Yeah. <clears throat> he's like, but still... This is my life's work, and you stole it so you could try to make money off of it. Yeah. So right. <laughs> even if you weren't faking that you thought I was hot, you you don't right. care about me. So Jenny reads the hieroglyphics on you the sarcophagus, oh, sorry, and nice. once again we get the Aminette flashback. Um, Nick has another vision of her, and uh, but then when he wakes up, he hears Greenway. Colonel Greenway yelling at Chris. Faith. He hears Green Day? <laughs> <laughs> no, Greenway. Do you have the time? Why that's out of Now, Chris is standing next to the sarcophagus, cutting at it with a knife like he's trying to open it. He's basically all pale and somewhat zombified looking. His eyes looking. had rolled back into his head. He's a zombie. fucked up looking. He's a and zombie. he's got like black... Still a zombie. You can see, like, he looks like he's got poison running through his veins because the veins on his face have turned black and it looks... There's a cure for that. Uh, at call my buddy Nick Fury. He's got a thing. He puts it right in your neck. And no. No? No. He did. Different universe. Different. Oh. Palladium poisoning. This oh, is mum- way to go. This yeah. is mummy poisoning, not palladium poisoning. So Greenway uh, tells Chris to sit down and strap back in. Uh, Chris ignores him and keeps digging at the coffin. Greenway walks over to the coffin on the other side and orders him to stop. And Chris just rams a knife straight into his Fucking chest steps. twice. He's like, Nyeh. Everybody jumps up like, what like, the whoa. fuck? And now they act like Greenway is dead. Um, he was stabbed twice, yes, but he didn't instantly fucking die. Well, he's not in a fighting mood. He falls down. No, but nobody goes to the body. They just ignore that he just fell over and was stabbed. Like, someone should be putting pressure on that. Well, you should hear some moaning. There's a crazy dude with a knife coming towards you. You don't have time to run past him? No, we have time to tell the guys who get out their guns to, no, wait, wait, don't shoot. Yeah, Nick does jump between the, the two other soldiers that have guns on him, and she's trying to get him to stop, and then uh, Chris starts swiping at Nick, and, and I think he gets him once in the arm a little bit, and then uh, Nick uh, steals one of the guns from the soldiers and points it at them, still trying to get them to stop, and Chris is still moving towards the, all of them, and he's starting to try to stab Jenny, uh, when uh, Nick shoots him, and then he drops, and then he gets back up, and, she, Chris, and then Nick shoots him again. 
And then he shoots him a third time. And he then he accidentally. He doesn't shoots move him the third time. time. The third time he just kind of plugs him, which yeah. is completely justified. Exactly. But then nobody I, goes over to the body. And we don't hear any more about Greenway. We don't hear any more about Greenway. Is he alive? Is he dead? What's happening? Well, if he wasn't dead then, he will be in about five minutes. So the whole plane. After that, the whole plane starts to pitch to the left, and uh, Chris sees one of the M- engines is damaged because hit by something. And then goes to harass the pilot because that's what you should do. Yeah, he runs to the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, he's got nothing going on right now. Runs to the cockpit, tries to talk to them. They say uh, they're, they're over England, and you see a giant. I guess murder of crows or ravens or something. That's flying. definitely a murder of crows. Yes. Yeah, Based on what happens next. <laughs> Calling that a murder of crows. Rises up through the air and smashes through the cockpit. Are we counting crows? Or? No. <laughs> Mr. Jones would. And it smashes through the cockpit, killing the pilots. Then the plane begins to dive, and everyone inside is thrown around the plane. Um, uh, this part in the movie was real. They got in a plane and did the dive, climb, 65 times. 65 times. Yeah. Because Tom Cruise wanted to. And that's why. He was going to do it in a Mission Impossible movie, and he said, fuck it, let's do it in this one. That's why I think why they don't know how much the movie cost. Because how much money did they blow so Tom Cruise can get his jollies going up and down 65 times? Yeah. What a dick. There's no way I would do that. (laughs) I would call this Also here uh, with Tom Cruise when they did Top Gun 2. To some Navy folk I know say he was a real asshole to him on board ship. Really? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, what a dick. Maybe that's why I don't like him right now. <laughs> Maybe. He's a famous person. They don't matter. Famous people don't matter? Don't, a- don't ask them that. LeBron James is too important they're, not they're, to give me his political opinions. They're, <laughs> they're just people. So the crows tear into the pilots and then they start hitting the wing and the engines, blowing up another engine, and then... When the engine explodes, it tears off the wing, part of the wing, and then it smashes into the side of the plane, which tears a big hole in it, and some of the soldiers get sucked out then. Uh, Nick and, and Jenny are kind of flipping and flopping all over the plane, and he puts a shoot parachute. On, parachute on her, um, and then pulls the cord, and she gets sucked out before it crashes, and then we just watch him spiral down into, the, into England, and then everything goes white. Um, then we see Jenny's at the morgue, and uh, they want her to go ID the bodies. And then we cut to inside the morgue, and there's multiple bodies in plastic bags all laying uh, on slabs, which, you know, we don't have to get into it, but w- would there be any bodies? I mean, this is a plane that went straight down in the ground. Like, there would be pieces of yeah. people. Remember uh, top, uh, not top, Die Hard where he said grab his feet and they both walk in yeah. the same way? It would be a lot like that. A lot of that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey, we don't need a couple guy, guys to pick him up. Not because yeah. he's heavy, because he's in a lot of pieces. I don't have a problem with there being bodies. Because a lot of these guys were sucked out of the plane. Yeah. And there's people that like their chute don't doesn't open and their body lands and it doesn't right. like it doesn't turn into fucking goo. It does right. on the inside. On the inside, yes, but all but your skin's still it intact. Depends what you hit. But so if, if this guy landed on a car, he would probably or a tree, but or they a tree might they or might have line. liquefied insides. But I just I mean it, these are really, like, these are just clear body bags. It just was weird to me but, that there's these big clear body bags that they're just people in, and I'm well, like, well, all the I think the plane, it's weird that all the bodies are already <laughs> in a morgue to be identified and not still maybe on the ground yeah. at the crash site yeah. in body yeah. bags. 
Nah. Like, they've already moved these bodies <clears throat> to the morgue, but they still have the, the crash scene. Board. And this is and another. we have the crash scene taped off, and Don't worry they about haven't that. collected the pieces yet. Stop pulling on that. Hey, honey. Hey, the people hey, who flew Jenna. out of the plane before it crashed probably wouldn't be at the same morgue as right. the people that were They'd in the plane when Britain's. it hit the ground. <laughs> So they're in different, different cities. Do they want her to identify the bodies just in case somebody was like a, jumped out of a different plane? <laughs> Random. Well, no, if you want to know who the bodies are, so you can call their loved ones and say, hey. You can send them the they're right all, body. They're all military. They have dog tags on. Well, what if the dog the tags The only person who doesn't have dog ter- tags on is Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if, as they're falling, they too. fell off? I thought that too. Aren't their names on their uniforms, and aren't they wearing dogs? I mean, it depends yeah, on how like much a fall from a great height doesn't rip your shirt into shreds. <laughs> your wallet is still but, probably in your pocket. But again, again, <laughs> so it's ridiculous. <laughs> again, another uh, the reason this scene exists is because Tom Cruise wanted it. Again, I watched in the so he could thing. sit he up goes, in the body bag. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, exactly. He wanted to sit up in a body bag, and that, that to be the scene. That's and why it's he, clear. So he had no thought that Elaine was going to be sitting in this room he had no idea. years later bitching about this scene making no sense because Tom Cruise wanted to look cool with his shirt off. Does, it makes that part makes sense I have no problem him sitting up in the body bag they don't make a big enough deal out of it though let me just tell yeah. you right now <laughs> that's a big fucking deal yeah. yeah that would freak me out like didn't you die in a plane crash no are you sure? Because you fell on a plane. You, you <laughs> this, seem to be proclaimed dead. You were brought here. It would have made more <laughs> sense. A professional looked at you and said, yeah, he's dead. They should have done. They should have found him at the crash site and gone to put the toe tag on him. And then he sits up and they see him in the fucking field a fucking alive. He never should have made it in the body bag. so mad? Because He's very upset. It, because it makes more sense that way, Tom Cruise. Oh, Come shit. at me. Shut <laughs> Come at me, bro. Mission Impossible 60. But anyway, Nick sits up. He's alive and completely unharmed and even pulls his little toe tag off. This uh, is John Doe because Chris, no one knew who he was. Chris appears behind him um, and starts and scares the shit out of him. This is a uh, homage, but some people say just rip off of Jack, uh, f- Jack's friend, uh, Jack David's friend American from American 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 Chris explains it's that It's funny because I couldn't cursed. remember where I had seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this. Just then, Jenny and Two Corners uh, come in the door, see Nick naked, and uh, talking to himself, and they're like, um, what? And they don't, they seem to be concerned that he's naked, but they should be concerned he's fucking alive. He's intact. <laughs> like, that slab had a body on it. <laughs> but she's now, busy looking at his tally the body wacker. has ripped out of it <laughs> and I'm sure one of the people that's with her works right. in the fucking mor- morgue and this saw his motherfucking body every five seconds so we cut sense. to the crash site and investigation teams are spreading out over the wreckage and it's night time uh, they find a dead this body this maybe should have happened Call before the body bags. Also, because then we would know that hey, they went and explored the wreckage. And this investigation <laughs> scene kind of looks a little bit like local cops. Like, why isn't it Russell Crowe's goons that he had fucking at the Christian burial thing? Yeah. The world may never know. They well, look more like rent a cops. One of the investigators is looking around with a flashlight. He finds the sarcophagus. Um, when he gets closer, it's just the bottom half. Um, it's empty. Uh, ravens are all standing around, jumping up and down, calling. 
And uh, then he finds the uh, top of it, and he can see part of a hand underneath. He flips it up. He's very strong. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because they needed a helicopter to lift that. Then, uh, <laughs> didn't even think about that. That did not even occur to me. And underneath is the mummy um, Amonette's remains. She's all fucked up. It's not she's, her remains, it's her entire body. She's what... <laughs> The, everyone in the in the morgue should have looked like is what she she's all twisted and and fucked up and burned. I don't know why she's all twisted and burned. She just would have died and just, well not decomposed, but she should have. Depends how they sealed it. Was she vacuum sealed? Depends on I what don't know. Maybe it, does. <laughs> maybe it had to do with the fact that she was. Was there uh, air getting in there? No. Well, maybe it had to do with the fact that the mercury fumes. Maybe. Mercury burns. Um, uh, I don't know. He calls out to his teammates that he found the body, and the mummy remains jump up and grab him and suck out his life. <laughs> he says <laughs> we need to get an ambulance out here. I found a body. N- Why would you need an ambulance? Obviously, this is the mummy from the sarcophagus. <laughs> I need a thousand years old. Uh, call a museum. But they could have had a coroner come over and go call it. Uh, or 6,000 years ago. <laughs> call Doctor Jekyll. I found the body. Yeah. Yeah, These are the. That's the line. Death, what it should uh, have been. January third, <laughs> five thousand BC. Um, Ridiculous. But uh, she starts crawling around. She's all mis- misshapen, mess of bones, rags, and she has leathery skin. Uh, and then she grabs a second. She needs to moisturize. <laughs> she grabs a second uh, investigator, pulls and, him down. And drains him too. And sucks the moisture out so he, she can moisturize. Well, she's what you call a succubus. <laughs> uh, she regenerates a little every time she does it, just like the other mommy movie. I um, did enjoy the mummy effects, like the misshapen bodies and the way that they stumbled and walked and stuff. I liked that. I thought it was creepy and gross. She starts half crawling, like half crab walking around. Um, <coughs> and she sees uh, the, the two guys that she killed rise up and they're like her zombie servants or whatever now yeah um she and their small zombie crew start walking around they see more investigation people with lights and she starts to move towards them and snarls then we cut to nick and jenny nick is drinking all the liquor and jenny asks him how he could possibly survive as if he especially unarmed uh, unharmed and Nick shrugs and says, I don't know, and does another shot. Which is the only appropriate response. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't say Scientology. Jenny thanks Nick for saving her. He says, it's no biggie because she would have done the same for him. And then she kind of looks away quickly and sips her beer because, you know, she wouldn't. What? Then she shifts into exposition gear and uh, she and her friends know about Amanat. We get another breakdown of her origin again. But now we get more about the ritual dagger. It's a dagger of set. It has a ruby in the um, handle. Um, and they were split apart. The gem is buried with the Crusader Knights in uh, London. And the dagger is hidden. Uh, the dagger is hidden somewhere, too. Um, so she thinks find, that they found these knights' tombs a couple days ago. They think that's where it's at. Um, then the birds finding Amonet's tomb... Uh, the birds bringing the plane down, Nick not dying in a crash, and all that. It's all related into some kind of, uh, it's all related together. She just doesn't know how. Nick is kind of listening, but he's distracted because he keeps seeing Chris's corpse behind the bar, uh, pointing at him and telling him to come here. Wouldn't that freak you out? Yeah. 
Like when you die, Tony, don't come around asking me to come see you. I don't. I'm not coming. No promises. Tony isn't gonna die. Well, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> he has plans. Plans within plans. Um. We get to haunt him. Nick excuses himself. <laughs> Nick excuses himself and uh, goes to the restroom. And in the restroom, Chris is there. Um, Jenny calls Henry, which is Russell Crowe's character, and says that uh, all this shit's going down. What do you want me to do? Um, and he says, just stop telling him shit and just bring him to me. Um, in the restroom, Nick and Chris argue back and forth. Chris is mad because Nick shot him three times, and he also says Nick is cursed. He said, well, the third time was an accident. Yeah. It might have been excessive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Chris says, basically, you have to do what Amanat says right now, otherwise we're all screwed. Um, Nick runs away. He can't handle this. He runs out into the alley. Um, he thinks maybe it's mercury poisoning from fumes or such or touching it. And then at the end of the alley, he sees... Uh, I guess it's Amanet. It's like a cor- like corpse mummy. And uh, it's still mostly bones and wrappings, and it's kind of crawling at him. And uh, he tries to run, but he's engulfed in rats. He screams, and uh, at, like lights, he sees lights and he's, as he's screaming with the rats all over him. And then Jenny grabs him, and it was another, I guess it's another vision or hallucination. Yeah. I would say hallucination. Yeah. yeah. And he's almost run over by a car. Lucid dream? Yeah. Uh, he's not asleep. You can have a lucid dream if you're awake when it starts. I don't know. So Nick tries to explain everything to Jenny, but uh, she doesn't believe him. She thinks it's a concussion or mercury poison. I mean, she I think she knows what's going on, but she's trying to play that she doesn't care about well, all her boss said, stop telling him Well, didn't stuff. she say something about, I think we angered the gods? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, I think you're right. I think we angered the gods. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is yeah. backpedaling? Yeah. So Nick says... Um, I feel like she's not in the know as much like she's not in the inner circle of dr jekyll's things because she didn't know about mr hyde either well i don't think he would go no because they're like you can't go in there you can't go in there and she keeps trying to get back in the room and if she knew about mr hyde i don't think she would try to go back well i think that's kind of secret that he keeps from a lot of people because you know you don't want people to know you have a giant demon in you but i feel like maybe (laughs) she doesn't know like Bruce like, Banner doesn't go around saying, "Hey, I'm the Hulk." Like she joins so she could see important artifacts, not because she necessarily believes in curses. Mm-hmm. I don't think a, she. She's hundred... more of a field agent than. Yeah. And I really do want to see the Russell Crowe, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. We'll I talk more about that later. I want to see all the rest of these monster movies. I think they. Would I want to good. see Johnny Depp's Invisible Man. I want to see Javier Bardem's whatever. Barbie. This is Frankenstein. Like, stop spending so much money on number one. Yeah. Keep Tom Cruise out of the, out of the um, you know process, and yeah. you got. So, Recast him as somebody else. As Jai Courtney. Oh, what you want Jai As Tom Hardy. What is your obsession with As Jai Tom Courtney? Hardy. Chris Pine. Replace, Chris Tom, <laughs> replace Tom Cruise with Chris Pine. So. Or Edris Alba. That'd be good. Make him Edris Alba. <laughs> she doesn't like Edris Alba. So Nick says. Um, Luther, come on. Nick says, look, uh, the only way I'm going to get over all this shit is I got to see her body. I got to see the coffin and all that shit and make sure that she's in there. And uh, Jenny's not. Crazy about this idea, but she's got to do something, and she wants to not lose sight of him, so she goes with him. And then we cut to the crash site. And he says, I know where she, I think I know where she is, which Jenny does not question. Yeah. We, we cut to the crash site. Aminat has been busy killing guards and drain, draining them uh, and uh, growing the zombie ranks around her. Uh, <laughs> growing the zombie ranks around her. Yeah. 
She's she has like four or five now. She's recruiting. But she yeah. still doesn't seem to be fully regenerated, which I think is a shame that they never... And even when she does seem her most regenerated, she's still slightly green, which mm-hmm. I don't like. I think she should have been able to regenerate all the perfect. way to, yeah, to yeah. perfect. Perfect. I do, I do kind of like the when she's got the blue pale green thing. Look, I think it's a cool look, but yeah, maybe she should have. Um, but yeah, she's she's getting there, but she's still not whole from the draining. From the, yeah. Nick uh, brings Jenny to the area. I, I think it's a church. Looks like a ruined church. Or something. Know, something crashed. Um, in the background, you can see Aminette sneaking around on top of different places. Um, it's creepy. Jenny says, uh, this isn't the place. This isn't the crash site. What are we doing here? And Nick says, no, no, this is where it's at. And she's like, well, I'm going to the actual crash site because the mummy, uh, the coffin, sarcophagus, whatever, is not here. And then all of a sudden Nick is tackled by zombies. They drag him to an altar and hold him down. Aminette leaps on top of his chest and starts inspecting him. Like she looks at his face, turns his face aside, sticks his, her hands in his mouth and is looking like, at his make teeth. Make sure he's got good teeth and gums, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, Gingivitis is a real problem that he has to life. Yeah. Um, and she starts rubbing on his chest and Nick is tickled and he's like what the fuck yeah i like i like that a little r kelly starts playing in the background (laughs) that she tickles him (laughs) aminette starts to pray to set asking him to accept this body um behind nick is a like a virgin mary statue aminette punches it it's an angel it's hollow i thought it was mary is it i thought it was an angel it has wings yeah mary doesn't have wings i didn't look at it that time okay (laughs) wings are a dead giveaway angel ah I'm a vampire hunter. You're an angel hunter. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she punches it, but it's hollow, and inside of it is where they hid the dagger of Set. She raises it up in the air and gets to bring it down, on, is going to bring it right down into Nick's chest. Nick is not fighting as hard as I think you would. <laughs> uh, but stops, like, right short of it and looks at the handle. It's missing the, the ruby. So she stops. Then all of a sudden, Jenny walks in, and everyone just kind of looks all over the zombies, at her. zombies, like, give her, like, I thought this was funny. <laughs> this is the funniest part of the whole movie. Yeah. The way he says... Together. She goes, Jenny! The way he says Jenny is like, dude, you're interrupting. And then he's like, run! <laughs> it's just the inflection on the first Jenny. Like, it sounded it's, like, hey, you just came in on me having sex with this woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, run! But, um... So, Jenny runs. Um, and, uh... And then Aminette is, I'm not, I'm not sure if this is where it happens, but Aminette gets picks up pretty quick that uh, Jenny and him are something. And she chases down Jenny right there. It's like, oh no, not my man. Yeah. Well, she seems to have access to his mind. Yeah. Uh, Nick fights these un, these undead, I guess they're mummies because they're all very dry. You know? <laughs> yeah, she's like, like <laughs> squishy, they're like crumbly. Um, Undead minions. Yeah, and he's he's kicking them, and like they kicks through parts of them and breaks parts of them off fairly easily. Um, uh, grabs Jenny, throws her um, against the wall, and is about to drain her. Uh, But Nick runs over, jumps over the uh, I don't know the table, grabs the knife, altar, grabs the knife and rams it into Aminet's back. Uh, She turns around, Jenny pulls out the dagger, and then they haul ass. Nick jumps into one haul of the ass, haul ass. Nick jumps into one of the I guess the inspector crew's vans mm-hmm. and takes off and Jenny runs beside it like dude like he let fucking me in. he straight up was gonna leave her like he hopped in the car and took off and she was like dude were you gonna leave me and he's like did you see that <laughs> she says I can't unsee it 
Um, but then Janie uh, quickly switches gears back into exposition, and she explains <laughs> that the dagger of Set has no gem. So because she would know that, yeah, and that would, that was a reliquary. Aminet um, could feel where the dagger was, and so she crashed the plane here on purpose, and uh, made Nick think that he needed to go there uh, because she's in his mind. And he's like, "That's not true. I do what I want to do. I don't listen to her." And Jim Just says, that. "No, she's in your head." He's like, "No, she's not." And then they stop because he drove in a big circle right back to her because she is in his head. He's like, "Well, maybe." Fuck. <laughs> And again, Which, this is where it should have been like, hey, you should probably drive. You should drive. You should drive. <laughs> but no, he's, I'm the man, I this will drive. This is the perfect time for one of those ridiculous mid-car chase driver switches. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Why don't you take it? Because I, you know. Yeah, I can't be trusted. So they haul ass away in the van, and uh, Aminette, Jason, Jason walks after them. Jason walks. And, uh, it is. Then the zombies just start kind of jumping all over this truck. Uh, one climbs in through the passenger side. Uh, Nick tears him in half by doing the the zombie was a zombie land trick with the door, mm-hmm. and then the top half of him climbs in and he smashes him on the other side with the other door. Then another one smashes through the windshield and they kick and fight it all over the front, kind of like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark a little bit, but not as cool. Or yeah. a little bit because those were not like the fucking. Um like in uh, R.I.P.D. Uh. when they're doing that car chase <laughs> and the fucking <laughs> ghosts are trying to get them. But the dead The deados. The deados. Deados. Fucking so, deados. <laughs> so the uh, the one the one thing though is the one zombie that comes through the front windshield does manage to grab the wheel and yanks it uh, to the. Does he talk left. like this? No. No, he doesn't talk. Okay. He's not. Uh, what's Jeffrey? his name? Yeah. And he's he, not R.I.P.D. He's a dedo. He pulls the whole car off the road and it rolls and rolls and rolls down a really long cliff. <laughs> Are there mountains in England? Yes. <laughs> Question mark? Yes. Okay. So, um... In London? <laughs> so Nick gets thrown... Well, we're not quite to London. Oh, we're out okay. somewhere... We don't even know where we are. Well, it's a foggy day. Is this day the English Moors? <laughs> that's north. Beware that's, the moon, that's David. That's not close to London. <laughs> so well, the van rolls and rolls and rolls uh, with Jenny in it. Nick gets thrown out of it. And, uh... It kind of rolls on top of it and gets stuck upside down. Jenny's all fucked up in the seat. And Nick gets out and uh, Aminette starts Jason walking towards him. And uh, Nick's like, fuck this. And he grabs a big-ass tree branch and charges at her. And, and Jenny, Jenny's, Jenny's like, like, get her, Nick, get, get her. Get her, kick her ass. And then... Uh, How's that work out for Nick? He, he swings at all. He swings a stick at her. She blocks it with her hand and then uh, uppercuts him like the octopus at the end of Popeye. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a good I, I was going to say more like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, that works too. Because he's large. Because <laughs> he's large. So, I'm going to... All ass, all ass, come on. I'm going to run over and grabs Jenny again and goes to drain her again. But then a small harpoon pierces her and yanks her away from Jenny. And then another one hits her and pulls her down. And about four or five of them... End up pulling her down. So a minute ago, she was so strong she can knock Tom Cruise into I don't know into Popeye. Yeah, but now she gets stabbed and she just fucking takes it. Well, she also gets some trank darts in the throat, and we know that which, works because earlier in the movie, which trank darts. Why the would it's a among trank, weakness? Yeah. Why would trank, trank work on the undead? It would be cool if they had mercury in them. 
<laughs> Maybe it does. Maybe well, it does, but we don't know. But let's, they never say. Well, they should. Let's just say. Uh, Nick with one. <laughs> yeah. And it let's, does knock him out. Or well, we don't know if it's the same kind. They could have sure. had multiple guns. Because even if you're a zombie, your central nervous system is working. Otherwise, or, you can't walk. Or <laughs> look. Maybe his does have mercury in it because he's also been cursed. I like how she's completely over, overriding. And he like, did survive a plane crash. She's going to go yeah. with, it's voodoo. It's voodoo. It's the voodoo. I really should do the skeleton key. A skeleton key with um, Kate Hudson? Uh-huh. That movie was... Well, I'll get to that. So, yeah, like... That's not your genre. It's so mysticism. That's science fiction. No, it's... it's, it's no. <laughs> And it's not even voodoo, it's the You voodoo. could say it's fantastical before you say it's science fiction. <laughs> no, but sci- it's, it's science fantasy bullshit. because it's no. a mystical nature of... There's no science to it, it's hoodoo. Yes, but science Ooh. fiction fantasy means make-believe. <laughs> and it's definitely Of that. a scientific nature. So, uh, Nick asks, who the hell are you guys? And a like spell they said, is they a recipe them. and a so recipe Somebody better tell us who you are, and this guy says, we can tell you. Who are you guys? He hands him a card and says, we're the Monster Squad. Oh, shit. What? Better movie. You know what? Dr. Jekyll's little group should have been called the Monster Squad. <laughs> be a lot cooler if they were. Then we cut to the London Eye as we see a convoy of black cars, vans, and trucks on the highway. Uh, the agents drag Nick down a hallway into a high security building. We pan through a room filled with specimen jars. One has the creature from the Black Lagoon's hand. One has what looks like a vampire skull. And then another part of it, uh, I think it's supposed to be Frankenstein because it's a skull with the top torque cut off, but Maybe. sometimes they just do that, so I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell if it's supposed to be an homage or if it's just a it's skull just a with the top cut off. Head, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you gotta take the brain out. Unless you pull it out through the nose like the Egyptians. But, yeah, they uh, used to stick shit up your nose and like twirl it around until it pull your brain pour out. it out. Which is really gross, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's gross. Like what is your job? Oh, I take out brains. Who's I'm brain nose? scrambler. Nice. <laughs> So the brain is kind of weird looking if you ever see it. I don't know. Well, maybe it's less gross if they're dead. No. Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. Nick's thrown into a large room. Uh, looks like it's part library, part office, part operating room. This is a huge office. Yeah. Well, he's very important. And then Henry comes and He gets in. large <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> and uh, talks with Nick a little bit. He explains that uh, he needed to see Nick in person. Um, and he introduces himself as Henry Jekyll. Um, Jekyll explains his problem, uh, begins and begins to turn a little. He tells like a story that doesn't. And he gets a Cockney accent. Make a lot of sense. I he mean, I guess story, it, he tells a story about himself, but he's like, yes. "What if I were to tell you a story about a man who did?" He tells the story, and you figure but it out that it's him. Like we all, I understand he's telling us a story about himself. But it doesn't seem to have, like, any point or purpose other than to just, like, uh, we didn't need this. It didn't, there's no moral of the story that would impact I think this was setting up the next movie. Nick would move, the next movie was supposed to be The Bride of Frankenstein, so I don't see how that the next, set up next anything. Movie. It's setting up the universe, all I right? They're laying some foundation, we God didn't damn need, it. We didn't, like, there was no information in the story that seemed like it would lead to forming an organization that stops evil. The Monster Squad. Well, I thought it kind of, when he said like, he found himself he cursed, luckily yeah. he was a physician, so he was able to try to find a cure. So this is what gives Nick hope. That he can be cured of his but, curse. But the problem is, is they're trying to hide it and be cool, and you're not hiding it, and you're not cool. Just 
tell them come in. I'm Dr. Jekyll of, De- of Jekyll and Hyde fame. If you've heard of me because this, everyone's heard of me, well, you haven't a, heard of me because I'm not in this dimension this is, or whatever. This but is a because cool I'm Mr. Character. Hyde, you're the big guy who destroyed London. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, this, this is a cool character. This they do cool things with him. The thing where he's giving a speech and then starts to transform yeah. and he's like, get, like this is cool. Yeah. They don't need to. Do this. No, they don't need to add nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> they have something cool. Just well, they go don't know what cool is. So he starts Obviously. to change a little bit. His face gets veiny. His voice gets real gravelly, and he starts being more like Cockney accent, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Yeah. And then uh, Henry pulls up his glove and he stabs himself with a special injector, and seems to revert back. Which pretty, is the glove just to hide the scars from the injections? I think it is. He's it looks, he's a big Michael Jackson fan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's bad. He is bad. So once Jekyll is calm, he takes Nick uh, through a hand scanner controlled door to a place where he has the imprisoned Aminette. Um Nick sees how they're treating her, and uh, she's kind of kneeling with her arms pulled back behind her. It looks painful. And, uh, it does. And they're embalming her with mercury. Embalming her with mercury. Which, I don't know why it's taking them so long. There's not that much fluid in your body, and they're pumping well, and they did, did say, they did say it Wolverine, should... you just put her in the tank and... It's not just mercury, but it's mercury at like what negative thirty degrees yeah, or something. BS. Her. So they're also freezing her. So if and she's yelling, it burns. If that had an impact, you would think that it already would have started to have an impact. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not like they just started. And Jekyll says that this group is called Prodigium. Uh, they're basically this. They're basically their shield. Um, it's not as cool as the Monster Squad. <laughs> and also, that Jenny works for them. Um, they recognize she's in the con- goddamn club, isn't she? And then he gets contained. mad because Jenny lied to him. You stole from her. <laughs> they, yeah, um, but he's the star. But if they had done anything to build up this relationship, the fact that he stole from her and she's hiding shit from him would make more sense and have more of an impact if they had any kind of re- relationship other than the one time they fucked. Well, he was bad to her way in the beginning of the movie. Quit living in the past. He, she was mean to him. Oh shit, that was before that. Yeah, we just found out about also, that. So did she really lie to him? No. <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't tell him. I don't yeah. feel like she, she just did. didn't say who was she, signing her checks. She was legitimately looking for this tomb. She found it. This is her life's work. Is it, no, that's not true. <laughs> we don't know if she... We know she works for Prodigium, but we don't know that she knows monsters are necessarily oh, real. Yeah. real. yeah, that's true. Could just be a bunch of jars of shit for all but, she knows. It's like, it looks like a monster hand. Yeah, well, but, just be a and fish. if she wasn't yeah. really in their inner circle until just now with this really cool find. Yeah, once you um, find the mummy, you're in. Then, <laughs> then the fact that somebody was signing her paychecks doesn't. It's not a lie either because she worked for a company that was funding her research. Look, that's not look, a bit. That's the not mummy a lie. It was a lie's real mission. It was a live throw mission. He has no idea. You're a, you're a demon hunter. Is something you should say pre-coitus. I'm just well. Maybe if you were in a serious relationship, it would make a difference. But we don't know. We just know they had sex for thirteen, maybe fourteen seconds. <laughs> but she it's was all exhausted. the info we have. But she was exhausted. So Jekyll says they recognize, contain, examine, and destroy. That's what they do. He explains that once Amanet is fully saturated with the mercury, they will uh, begin dissection. Jenny thinks this is a mistake. This woman, or whatever she is, has witnessed it, uh, basically Egypt in its prime. Like she says, you said you were going to study her. Yes, by dissection. dissection. <laughs> he Basically, Jekyll doesn't give a fuck about her. He just wants to see what makes her tick. And Jenny's like, well, the cultural worth of her, she's, she's lived in Egypt during the time. She can tell us 
all kinds of shit. It's invaluable. He's like, yeah, anyway, we're going to cut her up. I mean, she's... (laughs) He's cold-blooded. She's kind of evil. I mean, I'm kind of on his side here. Right. Nick says, um, okay, well, where does that leave me? And Jekyll says, well, that's tough. (laughs) You've been selected to be a vessel for the ultimate evil. Um, And then Aminat starts to speak to... Or Aminat starts to speak to Nick, confirming this. Nick asks, uh, then why do you want to kill the vessel? And I'm gonna s- starts to speak English now. She says, "No, you're not gonna die. You're gonna be infused with Set. You're gonna become a living god." You'll be and Nick's with me like, forever. Uh, well, you killed your whole family. And I'm gonna says, "Well, it was a different time then." Which is a valid point. It's true. She was a royal. Royals are allowed to do that. Well, they were allowed to do that. I think um, William would get mad if Harry killed him, or vice versa. Look, the moral statutes at that time were different. It's true. It's Statue of limitations, six thousand years. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that was, just made. I'm just saying this was a. <laughs> I'm not pharaoh. saying it's okay. Use it. Okay. <laughs> but I am saying that it was a different time, and that's a valid point. Yeah. <laughs> what year is it? Twenty seventeen. <laughs> like if I just wanted made to stay it. in power, then this is what I had to do. <laughs> um, but she explains she'll be his queen, and he will have the power to control life and death. Jenny says, "Don't listen to her." And Aminat tells Nick that Prodigium will kill you, um, and just like the guards killed my other chosen. And she's pretty much right. And then she starts to scream about how the her it mer- burns. mercury hurts. Shocker. Because it's cold. Nick and, and it burns. Bloody. Nick and Jenny uh, go to talk. Jenny tries to apologize for lying, if she lied. And, uh, I don't think she did. She, did. <laughs> she clearly did because she just apologized for doing it. She says she yeah, she's admitting. Lots of women apologize for shit that was not their fault. So you're. <laughs> Amen, sister. Say it louder for the folks in the back. Uh huh. Um, don't assume her guilt level, okay? Don't assume her guilt level. She's. Well, you don't either. She and she obviously felt it was something needed to do that she had to do to move the plot to make along. Make him feel better because not you apologize all the time just to end the argument. I don't think she really cares too much about his feelings if well, she's telling everybody thirteen seconds. You know what? Say she cares for Nick. Boom. She says yeah. that Nick. So that's why. Say it loud for the people in the back. And she says that she knows Nick deep down. Nick is a good person, and he says, "Why would you say that?" And she goes, "Because you gave me the last parachute without even hesitating." And he goes, "Well." I thought there was another one. <laughs> He's not necessarily a good person. He's a Well, dick. but still, he gave her... Even if he thought he would, there was another one, they were fucking falling out of the sky, and he still made sure she was properly parachuted and got away free before he went to get himself a parachute, which he didn't even know if he had time for. So still, that does show that he cares about her. Although, why would he? Because all, they don't have any kind of relationship. Maybe she has beer-flavored nipples, and he wanted to preserve that. <laughs> How do we know he even drinks beer? Well, we've seen he, him drink a whole bunch well, of Well, we've seen him drink a lot of liquor. <laughs> he did seem to prefer the shots. Well, well, shot, 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 <laughs> Wow. Well, candy is dandy. Thank you for that. Liquor is quicker. <laughs> so Jekyll uh, pulls Nick away to talk. That's and, right. Uh, a lot of them. <laughs> well, the, uh, no, there's one of every flavor. We're looking at, we have gummy bears, French. And there's one of every flavor left in the bowl and no one's touching them. Well, I have eaten like half that bag. I know. <laughs> I'm starting to get that sick feeling in my stomach that I ate too much sugar. <laughs> then we cut to the team excavating the Crusader tomb and they find the cursed ruby. Aminette um, feels this and starts, uh, stares at the camera. Wait, what? Yeah, stares at the camera and. Uh, she breaks the fourth wall. Her uh, eyes split again. Because she's using her power to call a tiny little spider. 
Jenny tries to communicate with Amonet before she's uh, before she gets chopped up. Uh, she speaks First Kingdom Egyptian to her. Okay. And, because uh, her pronunciation is shit. Well, nobody. <laughs> How do you, can't you speak. know? <laughs> you it's can't a dead language. You can't language. speak it. You um, can speak it if you know it. Asking about no, you can't because you have no idea how those words are pronounced. You know what those words are, and you can read it, but that doesn't mean you can speak it. She might be dead on. You don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> Say it loud, but sister. She's like, that's right. I have, I have studied the language of the old gods, and she's like, the old, old gods. gods. And, she, <laughs> and she's like, your language is easy, and starts speaking, start speaking the English. English yeah. <laughs> and I'm not impressed that Jenny can speak her tongue a little bit, <laughs> but she wants to know. Like you said, but now, <laughs> Stop it! Don't don't. Okay, okay. Don't but, but uh, have a gum girl. She says, uh, Amanat says to Jenny, "Look, you just want to know what I know about death. You want to you want to know what's on the other side." And Jenny admits, "Okay, yeah, that is true." And, Jen, and Amanat says, like, "Don't worry, you're gonna know soon enough. I'm gonna kill you because I'm gonna kill your ass. You're gonna die." Jenny is shaken up and starts to leave, but Amanat stops her for a second and says, "Wait." Prodigium has a stone and my chosen. What do you think they're going to do with them? And Jenny, Jenny leaves looking worried. Jekyll pours Nick a drink and explains that Set is the source of all evil. He's also known as Lucifer. And Nick's yeah, like, he's the devil? And he's like, sure. And then Jekyll says, well, this evil lives in a shadow just outside of our universe, and he's always looking for a way in. Eventually he will find a way, so we can either wait for that day or we can take the fight to him and destroy him. And Nick's like, uh, okay. He's Nick's not really picking up what Jekyll's putting down. And uh, Nick says, so what's the cure? And Jekyll hesitates. He goes, well, when it comes to the salvation of mankind, certain sacrifices need to be made. Nick still's not getting it. And then Jenny runs in. So you're going to kill Nick? And Nick's like, wait, what? And then uh, Jekyll's like, uh, well, actually, yeah. Nick's already dead. He, As soon as he opened her tomb, she became the chosen one. So he's basically dead anyway. Now. Like he fell out of a plane, didn't die. Come on. Yeah. I just want to point out, did anybody else expect this liquor to be drugged? Because he oh, gave I him a cup, I about it he drank the whole thing, and then Russell Crowe gives him another drink, doesn't, and it looked like maybe that was going to be Russell's drink. No, no, he hands it right to Nick. So I'm like, all right, he's going to pass out anytime. Pass out anytime, <laughs> and then he's going to wake up strapped to that fucking chair, right? Uh-huh. If he's lucky and not in pieces and jars floating around. Should have woke up strapped to that chair. So what Amanat starts up? praying, and we see a single insect. I think it's a spider. It's I a spider. Uh, a little, a little, little baby spider. Um, and it climbs up out of a grating and uh, walks across like the little floor and stuff. Well, maybe she's controlling it, I guess. Uh, uh, telling it what 100% to do. she's controlling it. She's using right. the last bit of her power to con- take the to call to this tiny little spider to control it and then it goes and it bites that guy that turns him into her minion. So Which back works out well for her. On the other part, uh, Jenny says you can't kill Nick. Jek- Jekyll says, "Well, sure we stab we Nick, he becomes set and then we obliterate his body and destroying evil and itself." Then we've destroyed set. Nick's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Cuz he's really smart. And Jekyll explains, look, um, if the Egyptians were smart, they would have done the same thing, and they fucked it up, but we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it right. And then Nick steps away, and he's pissed. He's like, no, I'm not dealing with this. This isn't what we're going to do. Jekyll seems to be kind of getting antsy, and he's starting to change again, which makes me say, so how much of the serum do you have? Yeah. Because I was expecting you to change like once in this whole movie, but he's changing like every half hour. He has this whole case. 
in the case are four vials, which he loads into this gun that he then shoots into his hand, which doesn't seem the spot. Not his wrist, mind you, like the back of his mm-hmm. hand, which doesn't seem like where he would shoot that, right? There's things there, don't worry. But then, but the vials are in this case. So after he shoots himself up, he then goes, gets other vials, puts them in this case. And yeah. he's just like, is it his football? Like the no, fucking yeah. nuclear coach? He so. just travels around with this fucking case? Well, you know, if you know anything, if you'd go back to Blake, think about it. Friends, go back and listen serum. to our episode about Blade. You can get a resistance to the serum, so he's got up the dosage. He Do you think his Westland. minions bring him, like, refills that they have hidden so that um, Hyde doesn't destroy them? What yeah, that'd be done is he should have said... Things? Well, yeah. He should have said that being this close to Aminette and her being a yes. vessel set is fucking him up. Because and, she is know. praying the whole time yeah. and calling the spider and doing the thing, and it should he should be... It should be affecting him, but they don't allude that that is part of the problem, yeah, which they should. Good. So like Elaine said, the spider thing crawls in one of the dude's ears and bites him and takes him over or whatever. We see his eyes roll back. He's the one that's controlling Aminette's mercury, mercury bath, and he shuts it off. And then uh, Nick snatches Jekyll's injector away from him, and he says, wait, we're going to talk before you start fucking all up and stuff. And uh, he's like, you're not killing me. Let's come up with another plan. Hyde comes out and says, look, dude, I've seen evil. It's in your face. That's how it is. Uh, then the uh, room starts to seal, and uh, Nick is stuck in there with him. Jenny rolled out with a guard, but then she circles back around the other side when she sees so that Nick didn't make it out. The guard seems like head henchman number one, who... He knows exactly. Oh, he started to change. I think his name in the, the IMDb is Malik. Or we'll so. call him number two. But number two is like, oh, shit, get out there. And she keeps trying to go back in, and he's like, no, no. And then she circles around to another part of the library to get in, and he's trying to stop her, which he's not trying hard enough to stop her from getting in this fucking room. He He should just fucking punch her in the face. Because they know what happens if Hyde gets out. But she doesn't seem to have any... She's concerned that they're going to murder Nick, which if... Hyde shouldn't want to murder Nick. Hyde should want him want to, to be Nick. set. He tells him that. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to murder you. But Jekyll wants to murder if she, you. If she knew about Hyde, she shouldn't be so concerned for Nick because now Nick is with Hyde, who is also evil. Like, So I don't think she knows about Hyde. That's my justification for that, but it's so, still dumb. So Nick tries to use Jekyll's hand to open the door, but it reads it differently. Because now he's Hyde. Because now he's Hyde. Yeah, he's and like, they won't let me out. Uh, Jekyll's kind of letting Nick beat on him a bit. But he's trying to explain to him that, like they said, I don't want to kill you. I'm looking to team up and get out of here. Um, Avengers! Oh, sorry, different guy. Different thing. The possessed agent... Suicide Squad. Uh, ...opens a breaker box. with an, He has an axe. And uh, I assume it's attached to the mummy's prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he hits it with the axe, and it kills him, but it blows all the power in that area. Which also should have opened... Let Hyde escape. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. Didn't. Uh, immediately, Aminette begins to vomit up mercury. Uh, Nick battles Hyde some more. Hyde slams him on the table and then digs in his ribs and like pulls it. And like, like fuck. breaks his fucking rib. Rick, uh, Nick screams and uh, grabs the injector, rams it into Hyde's chest. Jenny's trying to get out, um, but an agent is fighting with her. She grabs the book off a sh- uh, book off the shelf, smashes him unconscious with it, and drops it. It's the book from the Brandon right. Fraser mummy, which I appreciate. Which was funny. Uh, Jenny, book of the dead. Yeah, Jenny gets in as uh, Nick headbutts and throws Jekyll away, knocking him out. Uh, she says that she thinks that if you smash the gem, then all this shit will go away because without the gem, you can't do the ritual. So then all this stuff becomes mute. 
Like a cow's opinion. Exactly. Um, and it's still recovering, and she sees the dagger of set across the room in some kind of laser scanner. Uh, Nick's leaving, but he stops to look at her, and they kind of lock eyes for a minute. And uh, she looks like she's kind of like, you know, don't go. And then Jenny walks up behind him and pushes him, and then she gets really fucking pissed. And uh, she starts breaking and moving all around, shattering all the chains that are holding her. Um, an agent runs in with a shotgun, tups, drops around in her, uh, but she does this weird circus du soleil thing and flips out and grabs him and, and drains him. And now she's, I, I guess she's back to Max. She, she looks like she's fully regenerated because there was a part of her nose that yeah. still was kind of icky. And then it, her face becomes whole. So it looks like this is the part where she's fully regenerated, but she still has that greenish tint to her. Yep. Now that she's at full point, she can cast magic. Mm -hmm. And she casts Shatter Glass, Range London. Well, she, she calls the sand. She calls the sands of Egypt. It's cool. It's actually cool. It's, it's an interesting like idea. In that movie Dracula, where he's like, wind. Yeah. Except, I go back listen to our episode about Dracula if you want to know what yeah. I'm talking about. I love this it. part though, because she calls the sands of Egypt, and then all the glass all over the city breaks and and all becomes a sandstorm, which is great. Because all the sand. This of Egypt is, is in cool. Yeah. So. Like, like she said, Might all the... one of my favorite things about this movie. <laughs> Rad. Nick and Jenny are hauling ass out of this building and out of this city if they can. Um, Prodigium calls a ground team at the Crusader Knights and goes, look, you have to lock that whole fucking place down. Uh, Aminette's free. She's going to come your way. So good luck with that. I'm not sure what the time frame of this movie is, but they had enough time to replace the big hole they drilled in the wall <laughs> with ceiling. a fucking vault door. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Point it out. Yeah, the engineers in this movie are, are really good. They could do a lot of, like... Fast. Like, even saying. in olden times, the Egyptians were phenomenal. They, you know, I'm just saying. They were the Freemasons. Every single Whoa. thing in the Crusader's tomb <laughs> is ridiculous. Might be, <laughs> might, be aliens. might be aliens. So the San Nato rolls through London... And uh, Aminette just strolls down the road like she's Carrie Underwood in the Before He Cheats video. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was very disappointed. I wanted, I wanted her to blast sand and somebody to be standing there and just fucking eat them. You know, the way, like, bla sand blasting would yeah. be. I really wanted to see that, and they didn't do it on anybody. And then she dug her keys into the side of his pretty little mm -hmm. zipped up four-wheel drive. Yeah. Carver I also kind of wanted seat. her to turn into sand and then reformulate. Like sand yeah, that would have been cool. I really wish Carrie Underwood would have realized that he was the kind of guy that would cheat. And why did she? Why would she go do destruction property? I'm more worried about <laughs> what she did to this truck because that human didn't do that to a truck. Did you see the truck at the end? It looks like Hulk sat on it. I, yeah, I feel <laughs> bad. Did that with a bat. I feel bad for her because obviously her boyfriend cheated on her, and then he had her arrested, because and she went to jail. Yeah, uh -huh. that's a big time felony right there. Yeah. And but he's probably going to charge her, and because she, she's dangerous, she probably is getting Mercury next to Aminat because yeah. of what she did with her powers. Because, right, because, like I said, you can't do that. With so, ladies, it's possible that Carrie Underwood is a secret X Man. Ladies, you know what? Not just ladies. Everybody, friends out there. I don't care who cheats on who. Don't destroy people's property. It's not okay. I know the TV and movies tell you it's what you're supposed to do, but don't do it. You're going to get in trouble. Lots of it. Because then you got cheated on and arrested. Then you're going to lose your job because you got arrested and charged with a felony. And you have to spend two weeks in jail. At least. Then you got to pay for the truck. And if you get a felony, you lose your right to vote. That's and big. rock the vote. Is that still a thing? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking really of voting. This is what John was going to say that thing. 
What? Also, oh. Oh, by yeah. the time this airs, the voting day will have passed. <laughs> also, Epstein so- didn't kill himself. <laughs> it's the perfect time, and he didn't. He's sleeping on it. So well, Nick, I just said it. Nick falls in the street and tries to cover up Jenny from the sandblasting. Uh, then Chris, remember him? He was in this movie. <laughs> he appears in the street and tells Nick where the gym is. Where the fuck did he go? Uh, and Nick follows him. Uh, Aminet is still uh, underwooding through the tunnels. When Nick and Jenny get there, too. Uh, so we have Aminette, Nick, Jenny, and Chris all in this tunnel. And Chris says, cool, now Aminette can catch you, and I can be done with all this shit. And Nick's like, wait, what? And then he says, uh, also, Aminette's going to kill the shit out of Jenny. So we find like, out that look, maybe you don't listen to Chris. <laughs> from the beginning, I told you, do what Aminette wants. Yeah. If, if you don't want to do what Aminette wants, then don't fucking listen to me. Because I'm here for Aminette. Yeah, I'm, I'm team Aminette because I'm a fucking zombie He doesn't want to be cursed anymore. So Aminette commands uh, the Crusader Knights to rise. And, All and of them? Then it's pretty much the monster mashup and that bitch inside. Ooh, and out, I was working in the lab late one night. Destroying the excavation team. I guess turning them into mummies or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, outside... It's like Oprah. You're a mummy! You're a mummy! You're a mummy! <laughs> outside, they start chasing down Nick and Jenny. The tunnel guards unload their machine guns into Aminette, and she dies, and that's the end. Mm. Oh, wait, no. Machine no. guns never work on monsters. Bullet. They don't have mercury bullets. Mummies go out of health, Jack. That's right. So the guards all die like bitches. The Crusader, Crusader Knights open the door... And uh, for Aminette, and they all, everybody starts to kneel as she walks in, and she grabs the gem and puts it. Around, kneel before Zod. And puts it in the dagger. It feels like it's held into the dagger by I don't know unholy dark energy, maybe. Sure, <laughs> magnets. Actually, she eight. should she should have used gorilla glue. Oh Ooh, snap! It, yeah, then it would never come out. They didn't have it back in the gym. <laughs> well, they do have it now they in have it now. London. <laughs> but she doesn't know about it yet. It would have been funny if she's walking through London and all the windows are smashing out. She looks and sees a little bottle of Gorilla Glue. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> Wraps it up on her side there and keeps walking. This seems important. <laughs> Put it in the pocket. That's product placement right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, uh, screw, you know. Screw Pepsi and uh, Burger King. Remember Double Team and there were just Coke machines yeah. everywhere? <laughs> so Nick and Jenny uh, lock the large door to keep the undead in the tunnel and then move on. But apparently Goldberg was eaten by a mummy because this guy's zombie fucking spears. Nick into the fucking water, and uh, him and Jenny are in this, I guess it's like a underwater access. They said that part of the uh, tombs were underwater, because I guess it, the river maybe leaked under there or something like that. But this, So part of it was underwater. This one is like a crusader knight. He's got armor on, so he sinks, and then they start to swim away. And then other zombies chase them through the water. How is it that zombies who are made of bones... Swim swim faster than humans who have. (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. Well, As Jenny, someone who knows how to swim, look, not all of us can swim real fast. Where did the crusade? Where did Dead Crusader Knight zombies learn the breaststroke? Also, <laughs> you don't know. A, you don't know. You, Just saying. There was a rigorous Just swim saying. training for um, the Knights of the Order of the Templars. Mm-hmm. So Nick and Jenny are in a pipe where there's just a little bit, just a little place where they can breathe for I a minute. Can't validate that, by the way. And she, he's telling Nick's telling Jenny just to calm down, to calm down. Everything's going to be all right. And Aminette rises up behind her and snatches her ass away. And uh, Nick tries to key it up, but how could you, like she said, how can you swim as fast as a mummy? So, Although, like, Aminette is supernatural, so I get that she could drag Jenny away really fast. Yeah. But the other fucking mum- mummies that are not supernatural? Them, 
Well, no, but they're made of fucking bones. I'm gonna. How do you know that their feet aren't detachable? And they're using them like propellers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least is fully fleshed out, so her body does displace exactly. water. You know, it doesn't displace water. Bones. Bones. You know, if your bones. At least not as much as a person. But if they spin like propellers, you swim fast. Also, at no. You don't point know their feet. Does Nick kick off his shoes? Bothers me. So Nick finally catches up uh, to where Aminette went, and he just sees. Jenny's dead ass floating oh, in the water. No. Jenny. Yeah, spent an hour since you did that. Aqua zombies it's are swimming up behind him. body them. is what Tony oh, said <laughs> to me. Thanks for ruining I'm it. Sorry. Just got to it. Zombie oh. knights drag him up and let him go, and he cries because he sees Jennifer's body. I'm sorry. And he gets away. Ew. Yes. <laughs> His face gets wet because he's like, oh, I'm off. <laughs> I can't believe they killed Badgerson. No. So Aminette appears. And she says, forget that hoe, it's mummy time. And the undead all turn to dust, and kind of like Thanos snapped them. Uh, she tells Nick that Jenny was always doomed, and there are worse fates than death. She's fine. Come, come to me. Nick sees come that uh, she has the gem and the knife together, and charges her. And she clocks him in the face to the ground. She's like, look, just get on my side. Come on, dude. Come on. She says, I know it hurts. <laughs> I know it hurts to lose somebody, but I can take your pain away. Um, and he continues to uh, stare and cry over Jenny. And Amina gets piss, pissed and throws him. And she says, come to me. And uh, he, he dashes at her and she knocks him to the ground again. Said, bitch, you just said come to you. <laughs> and then uh, he, he starts to crawl towards a sledgehammer, but she grabs his leg and pulls him away. Then he uh, snatches up a knife off of some, something on the ground and stabs her in her leg. And they both just kind of look at it. It's a crowbar. It. Is it a crowbar? Yeah, it was a crowbar. And they both kind of look at it like, okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he's like, I'm sorry. And then she smashes his thigh. Um, then she picks him up by the throat and starts to choke him. She goes, look, if you give in, it's all over. I promise everything will be fine. And he says, I'm sorry. It's never going to happen with us. And it's not me, it's you. And then Which she's is a great line. super pissed and throws him across the room. But then we see her and she freezes and looks down at her hand. It's empty. Nick rolls over and he's got the dagger of set in his hand. She but shakes she her head. She had said, you become set, you have power over life and death. And she shakes her head and says, thief. And then uh, he slams the dagger down on the ground, cracking the gem. And then he raises it up a second time to finish it off. And she says, wait, wait. And he, and he's, and, uh, and he does. This mummy fucker actually stops and listens to her. Mummy uh-huh. <laughs> fucker. Mummy fucker. She says, if you destroy the stone, all is lost. But if you listen to me, you'll be a living God. You'll have the power over life and death. Nick thinks about it for a second and then looks at Jenny again. And then she, she says, give me the dagger, my chosen, my love. And he goes to hand it to her, uh, stone first. But then he pulls it away at the last second and rams it into his own chest. And then Aminat slowly backs away with wide eyes because she's like, I don't know what this is going to do. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I didn't read that part of it. I didn't get that far in the <laughs> instruction manual. And uh, Nick gets all kind of Egyptian visions as the gem goes from a glowing red. It turns to black and then goes away. Of snap, yeah. yeah. Nick's eyes split. Just like the mummies, and uh, he pulls the dagger from his chest, and he gets up and walks over to Aminette. So now he's an alien. Yeah, he's he he notices uh, he's he's 
looks like he's cool with being set and he's all evil and shit. But I said, he, is this going to be a 30 days of night situation where he became the monster so he could defeat the monster? And Tony goes, no. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <Got her>. Maybe. <laughs> so then he's looking at her and he's See all See our evil. episode on 30 days of night. <laughs> but then he looks over her shoulder again and sees Jennifer's body. Uh-huh. And his eyes go back to normal. <laughs> the power of love it's a curious thing. helps him defeat Next one a week. god? Another man sank. He choke slams Aminette and uh, Frenches the life out of her. Sorry. She turns, she turns back to bones and bandages. Nick goes over to Jenny, tries to get her up. She doesn't wake up, so he Hulk screams at her like at the end of the Avengers. And I was like, and kiss she gets her. Up. Kiss her. Give well, her some of the life. It looked like he was going to eat her face because he got like <laughs> his mouth really. It looked like the scene from fucking. As Beetle far Juice. as he knows, yeah. kissing though oh, takes, takes life. life. He doesn't can't give life. Apparently, shattered in their face works. She just works, has so. to do a different kissing technique. <laughs> Less tongue. Less tongue. Too much tongue. Tongue guy. is sucking life out. Uh, nobody <laughs> likes too much tongue guy. <laughs> How many times have you been playing with too much tongue guy? <laughs> She's How so often are you drunk? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she sees Aminette. Give me a minute. <laughs> Jenny sees Aminette's husk and uh, the broken dagger. She's like, shit. Nick's hiding in the shadows. He says um, he's sorry that she died and he had to do this to save her. Um, he's like, don't look at me, as if he's some hideous, deformed man. He looks exactly the same, but he's yeah. got four eyes. He's no, like he doesn't, me. because when he's being good, Nick, his eyes go back to normal. He's, he snarls a little bit. If we say four eyes, we mean four pupils. Eyeballs, yeah. yeah. Not eyeballs. Irises. Irises and yeah. pupils. Just two um, eyeballs. But he's, he's still only got two eyes. Yeah. He says he can sense them coming for me, and he wishes that they had more time, but he do, he's got to go, and then he turns to dust and blows away. I think he's pretty powerful now. I wouldn't be too worried about the monster yeah, Squad. Well, I don't know. I don't want to take the chance that I'm going to have my arms pulled behind my back and pumped with cold mercury. <laughs> These I don't know. Don't play. He just instantly destroyed <laughs> Aminette. She was, I know, I know. He <laughs> they just, might have a vacuum cleaner. So. He, <laughs> he has power over life and death. All he has to do is blow him kisses and they'll fade away. Maybe. Just go French, uh, you know, yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, go, go give him too much tongue. He goes, look, I'm sorry, Heckle. And starts heckle tongue. Heckle. <laughs> So uh, Jekyll comes in. He sees his, his team and stuff put Aminette back into the sarcophagus. They fill it up with mercury. I Why? Guess, just in case. Just in case. You never know. Uh, Mommy's Jen- got a lot of health. Jenny tells Jekyll that she was right. Nick was a good man after all. No, he wasn't. Jekyll says, okay, but he's a monster now, and we don't know how strong he will be or what he's going to do. And we never will. And uh, she <laughs> says, well, but he could be a powerful ally. And he says, well, it is true that sometimes it takes a monster to fight a monster. I assume he's talking about himself. Maybe. And we cut to Chris. He's back, and he and Nick ride off towards the Great Pyramid. And uh, and he randomly, I like how Chris randomly says, "Well, thanks for bringing me back to life, but I don't want to do this." <laughs> and he uses the same line. Where's your sense of adventure? He has bandages for some reason. Uh, Nick wrapped around his hand, like I guess he's a mummy, and covering his face so we can't see. Yeah. I mean, what does he have? Like fangs? That would be cool. We <laughs> should get to see the whole thing. Something. I guess maybe they hadn't decided on his creature design. Yeah. And, uh, and as they ride towards the pyramid, their huge sandstorm, you know, appears behind Nick. Yeah. Because so. he's a fucking demon. And that's the, the end. The living God. What a living God. Tis Vigo. You're like the buzzing of flies to him. What did you think, Carly? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> you weren't ready for that. Sorry, what did you think, John? Okay, I think Carly should go first. That's uh, what I thought. Uh, okay. My favorite character was Jake. 
From and State Farm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you wearing? Khakis. Well, he's Bandages. <laughs> Sounds hideous. But he's a guy, so he's a mummy. Uh, my least favorite character, I'm probably going to go with Jenny. Jenny. I just, I, I didn't hate any character any more than any other character. So I don't, I mean, I don't really have a least favorite character. But, uh. Probably could have used a Chica in there to uh, help write her character. Because it was kind of nothing. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite line was the, you saved my life, you gave me the only parachute without even thinking. And he says, I thought there was another one. My favorite scene. I feel like I have to explain my favorite scene. It's when they're doing, like, from when they're in the church and Jenny walks in as Omnit's trying to kill or mm-hmm. make him set right. in the church and they're like run and they run and they get in the ambulance and the zombies are trying to get or don't know, inside the, zombies, the van the mummy mm-hmm. zombies and they're they're like opening the doors and hitting trees mm-hmm. to get them off and stuff Tony plays a video game <laughs> oh. and I watch him play this video game all the time where he where it's zombies, it's a zombie apocalypse game, and they're climbing all over your car, and he does the same thing. He has to open decay, the doors yeah. and run into things. It's from Zombie Land, is where they everybody stole it from. But mm. I enjoyed that scene because it reminded me of watching Tony play that game. Mm. My okay. favorite tertiary objects, I'm going to go with the Blackbirds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're really tertiary. Sure, they do we'll take allow a plane it. down. But <laughs> I kind of liked the. Come in. The manifestation. Stop it, of Norton. Is that you, Norton? Evil power. You know the spiders, Open the, door. the birds, the you know. I kind of liked all that stuff. <laughs> Fucking dogs. And I don't know. I, 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 I'm amazed. I didn't write the movie, so if you don't like it, I don't. I bet, I'll be okay. I don't know. Definitely sounds like a maybe. <laughs> That's exactly I mean, a maybe because she doesn't know. Would you, would you ever watch it again? If it was on, okay. I, 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 I definitely won't be like, ooh, let me watch The Mummy. And it definitely could have been better with right. some better editing and some better... Um, but, I mean, it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen, that's for sure. <laughs> John? Okay. My favorite character is The Mummy. Mm-hmm. I'm Annette. Okay. My least favorite character is Nick the Dick. Because he makes a lot of bad decisions the entire movie and is mm-hmm. a dick. So he's got a good name. Um, my favorite scene is when the mummies are holding Nick down and Aminette is about to, dab, to put the dagger in his chest and she stops because there's no um, stone. And then Jenny comes in and everybody's like, like snaps and looks at her. And he goes, Jenny, run. That's my favorite scene. Uh, my favorite line is when they're in the bathroom and he's talking to Jake. Chris. Stay calm. No. Chris. Chris. Oh, I thought his name was Jake. No, his real name is Chris. His real name is Jake. Yeah. Jake Johnson. New Girl, which is what I know him from, his name is Nick, which is not so good because Nick is the character in this movie. Well, anyway, they're talking back and forth and he's like, you shot me. He's like, yes, I shot you, but you were trying to stab Jenny. He goes, I shot you three times. That might have been excessive. But I panicked. Um, my favorite tertiary object is the room full of like the Clutch of the Back Lagoon's hand and the skull with the, uh, you know, the, hey, this is the dark universe yeah. we're setting up. There's all this shit's coming. 
All the tertiary shit in the room. <laughs> well, all of the tertiary objects. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be those objects. It would be the room. Mm. <laughs> the entire room is my favorite tertiary object. Okay. And that's everything, isn't it? That's everything we need? Yay, yes. may, baby. Uh, okay, I'm going to nay this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not like it. It is paced like shit. And I feel like it's all Tom Cruise's fault. So, um, Tom is Cruise is also my least favorite character. <laughs> I actually was going to make Tom Cruise my least favorite character because I know a lot of the stuff was his fault. Yeah. But I also didn't like his character in the movie, so it worked out nicely. Uh, well, yeah. a, lot of people can, a lot of people in the past, Harrison Ford, uh, a lot of people had pulled off the, I'm an asshole, but you still like him. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't do it. He's no. the asshole that you don't like. Right. <laughs> you keep telling you you should like him, and you're like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> He's not the lovable asshole. No. So, yeah. Um, the question, would you ever watch it again? No. Even if they rebooted the Dark Universe, this is my least favorite movie in the Dark Universe. This is your Thor... Uh, Ragnarok. Uh, not Thor Ragnarok. Thor, Thor Dark, 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 Dark World. World. Yeah. I maintain that, that, that Thor The Dark World is better than the first Thor movie. Just saying. Hmm. And you're still wrong. My favorite character is Dr. Jekyll. I really liked what Russell Crowe did with what material he was given. Mm-hmm. I also will special mention to Aminette. I also thought she was fantastic and great, although Same. I wish she had been slightly more scary. Mm-hmm. No, she's plenty scary. Um, my least favorite character is Jenny, because while Tom Cruise, his character, the character of Nick is terrible, he... And maybe he's not funny, but he was Tom Cruising it up. It was entertaining to watch, I have to say. No. But she was so bland. She should have drove. I did not care. <laughs> did not care about Jenny. And I was glad she died. And I wish she wow. stayed that she way. Wow, she didn't die. She's still Jenny from the block. Um, my favorite scene is everything from when they, from when Tom Cruise says, I have to go see the body, and they go to the church, to when the thugs capture Aminet. I love the, all the oh. stuff at the church. So we all have the fame, same basic yeah. scene. Yes. We all have the same scene. I Which thought that was really funny. the one that Tom Cruise didn't do, but funny enough. <laughs> My favorite um, line is, <laughs> were you just going to leave me? You saw that, right? You were going to leave me. You saw that, right? I can't unsee it. <laughs> so good. Which, is she talking about the zombie yeah, or the too. fact that she interrupted this orgy? We don't know. <laughs> My What's favorite orgy? My fervent tertiary object fervent. is a... What's fi- a fervent? Shut up. My... I have no idea. My favorite tertiary object is a facial expression. And it is during the zombie fight in the church. After he tells Jenny to run and he starts fighting the zombies. At one point, he steps on their head, one of their heads and it turns <laughs> to dusk. And his facial expression is just the perfect mixture of I did not expect that and... That's kind of gross because there's not because there's mummy on my shoe. It's so it's hard to get mummy out of it. Yeah, so, it sticks with you. Like it's so like his expression was so funny at that point that it's my favorite tertiary object. All right, this is the most May Bay I have ever felt about a movie. <laughs> really? And there's no way that this deserves a 16 percent on Rotten Tomatoes because yeah, yeah. this movie is strictly. May Bay. It's good. It's middle of the road. It's not bad. It's not fantastic. It's the perfect thing. You could watch this at any time. There's enough entertaining bits, really? but yet it's boring enough that it, it's like a hangover movie. <laughs> it, it is the perfect we hate movies hangover movie. I'm going to put this to the test, and every time Elaine says, what do you want to watch, I'm going to say The Mummy. And see how many times we watch The Mummy. No, but that's... And not the Brendan Fraser Mummy. No technicalities. <laughs> but this isn't the kind of movie that you're, like, ever in the mood to watch. But if you saw it on TV, you'd stop. And you'd be like, okay. Like Ford Dark World. 
it's just the perfect eh sort of movie. There's hey, no we should watch later. The mummy. No, Thor Ragnarok. The most <laughs> the the worst thing about this movie is that you can see the good movie in it. You can see what they had to tweak to make this a really great movie. If they had made it just a little creepier and darker, if they had just put in this kind of plot point instead of that kind of plot point. We're over 20 hours now, cousin. I don't care, but it's the most <laughs> main bay of a main bay ever. Okay. Tell but me it's me. not offensive. <laughs> My favorite character was Aminette. I thought mm-hmm. she was awesome, and she's probably the reason that I like this movie. She's I thought awesome. it was a really cool idea and her whole story and everything. Very progressive girl. I really, I really liked her. Um, least favorite character was Nick. And I can't tell if it's Nick or if it's Tom Cruise. And I don't have a problem with Tom Cruise. I just don't think this is a role for him. I think it would have been, if a different actor had played it, I think it would have yeah. been a lot better. Even with if they had changed That's nothing. True. My favorite scene is uh, when I'm not, I'm in head. Breaks out. I like that whole scene of, you know, I like it when you have the bad guy trapped and there's the big commotion and they break out and get free and stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. My favorite line is is more of an expression, kind of like hers, where she, he's like, "Well, you would have done." When she talks about the parachute, and he's like, "You would have done the same thing for me," and she just kind of looks away and drinks her beer. <laughs> that was pretty funny. My favorite tertiary object is uh, was also the the, room. the samples, yeah. you know, the vampire skull, the creature from the Black Lagoon hand. It's the, the thought of the movie that yeah. we never saw. And I will understand that nobody else likes this movie. I thought it was cool, and I get that it's, it's not a great movie. It's, I, don't, I also agree it's not 16%. I think maybe no 20, 25. Because I've seen movies that are way worse than this that have higher rates. Jack Frost? Nah, Jack Frost is 8. I think that's fine. <laughs> Eight is, I think, still think that's like. Old. It's not a bad movie. There's nothing yeah. bad about it. It's, it's not as good together. as it should have been, but it's not bad. Yeah. Is that a yay or a maybe? I will yay it. Okay. Because exactly. I like it, but I would not really suggest it to anybody so, else. Are you gonna nay your own movie again? No. Because you're the only one who's done. It. No. I understand why people don't like this, but I don't understand why they don't like it as much to the level they do. No. Carly. Like, Oh, oh, no, it went away. The audience score is 35. Okay. The tomato meter is the 16. So it's not, I mean, the critics gave it the 16. But it's never going to be a 10-star movie, but it's at least four. Carly? If you're going out of 10. (laughs) Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmoviepodcast. Dogs on Twitter at unmoviepodcast. And email movie podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I like, lost up. it there. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know how you feel about this movie. And uh, next week, really? Carrie Underwood. <laughs> 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 On the podcast it is Carly's pick. Right. Nice pull, Tony. I like so that. So I it's, wanted it's to good. find a family movie. Like a movie about a family that's sort of dysfunctional Dracula. to do for Thanksgiving. Well, uh-huh. yeah, and I found one that is rather silly, but it has a little something special for <laughs> Elaine in there. Is <laughs> there and a timer? It or? It's called <laughs> The Family Stone? No. That's oh, a movie. I know what movie she's talking about. What Can't we wait. did on our holiday. It's gonna be fun. What, where the hell? It's David Tennant and Rosamund Pike. Who the fuck are they? (laughs) Rosamund Pike is the chick from Gone Girl, and David Tennant is Doctor Who or Mr. Purple. (laughs) 
Don't well, we did, don't read up uh, about it. Our, yeah, I never just, watch it. Just watch it. <laughs> Where can we watch okay. this opus? Um, it was free on Voodoo and Amazon Prime. Okay. Last week with so ads. <laughs> with ads. Not on Amazon Prime. Weekend. Should be. Actually, it was like I watched it on Amazon Prime, and it was it had ads, and it said it was through the IMDb channel. Oh, maybe that. No. <laughs> but we'll check that out. Now, see you next week.